I was literally like, all right, I'm going to sleep on time. We're going to we're gonna be on schedule. And then I woke up at 1230. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> why am I? Why did I wake up at 1230? This isn't how time works. I, I was genuinely confused by my own awakening when I saw the clock. And I'm like, why is it 1230? Why am I? Was I just like in like a really comfortable like blanket cocoon and was like in stasis mode? I did that last night where I uh, I passed out way earlier than I expected to. I passed out at like, I think it was like 10 o'clock at night. You just have weird surprise sleep habits sometimes, right? Like it's just, it's just weird shit goes down. Sometimes my body just goes like, and we're dead. Sometimes I'm afraid that my character, my character, <laughs> sometimes I'm afraid that I'm just going to stay asleep forever. <laughs> Why are you afraid of that? Sounds great. Or like, it's just a weird sense that like the sleeping will just keep going. And the only thing that it's like, it's like when you hear about like ice forming or like or even like snowflakes forming okay that idea where like situation or like or crystallization is a concept usually it's like you need to have a nucleus all right until that happens you just have like a pool of water with chemical sludge or whatever that's just like of the of the of the composition that would form the thing but until it's disrupt until it's disrupted in some way the crystallization doesn't occur Okay. Like you need a dust particle to fall in. This that is a lot becomes, of that becomes a nucleus, or you need to like physically disturb it, and then it'll start to lock into crystal forms, and then it, then it just goes from there. This is like a lot just to explain. Not I one. feel like that's how waking up works sometimes. Where if I if nothing disturbs me, I might just lay there. No. And like I live with multiple roommates, and somebody likes to do yard work in the back backyard next to my window. So okay. like, there's a lot of reasons I wake up. Yeah. And so when it's time to wake up, a lot it becomes easier to wake up and like so one of those things might just do it. But in many cases like I I'm afraid that like I'll just sit there if nothing wakes me up and I'll just go for like 14 hours or something. Yeah, I cuz I I can't explain why I t- was asleep so long today, but here we are late doing a shorter podcast probably because of that. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hi. I've never Oh, jump cut for the sink. Yeah. I've never had any uh, trouble waking up. I always have trouble sleeping. Like, my body will be like, okay, it is now 4 a.m. You are rising. Well, well, how do you even define having trouble waking up? I mean, I, well, trouble waking up is when, like, you hear an alarm go off and you're like, oh, I have no. to be awake now. For me, the trouble of waking up would just be the idea of, like, if I just literally was not waking up because oh. I was staying consciousness forever. Yeah, I'm fine with the, like, if I'm awake, then I can just go now generally yeah. uh i i mean it's but for me it's like i'll wake up before my alarm like well, but right I'll, but i'll it. pay the debt throughout the day yeah that's like I, I i i've got a really bad thing right now it's like somebody decided to start doing yard work, work nearby and it's like sometimes they'll wake me up at seven in the morning and i'm like this is not how my schedule works you that's can't Im- just do this to me that's impressive 7 a.m is like the sun just rose yeah and you're doing it's like yard i'm glad work. you're motivated but you're fucking me like yeah. this is going to ruin my day that's like uh one of my neighbors does that where when he's leaving for work at like i think it's six in the morning yeah as he's leaving he just honks his horn super loud to say goodbye to his wife who's in the house <laughs> like and I, I i'll see it through my window and it's what like of, and i'm like piece of garbage yeah like what are you fucking? it's really just my motivation that it's we're going back towards summer so now i've got to deal with like waking up at 
when the sun wakes up now as opposed to what it did before and so it's fucking up my whole schedule because people are gonna start waking up earlier for other reasons and it's like they're gonna wake me up by incident and if i'm if i went to sleep three hours ago then that's just gonna be a real bad day yeah or i'm gonna have to really sit there for like half an hour or an hour forcing myself to try to get back to sleep after being woken up while the sun's up just so i can get back to like I need my day to work. I can't. I can't be. Have a, can't have a whole bad day. We got to. We got to restart this one. You're sitting there like pulling the cord of the engine, trying to get it to go. Yeah. Anyway, this is our spoiler cast on Infinity War. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-bop. Yeah. Yeah. So, we saw Infinity War. Yeah. Not together. Not for together. Once. We a lot of times we see the movie, then drive home and do this. Yeah. I saw the movie Friday. It's Tuesday. You saw it. I don't know. Day after Friday, probably. Yeah, sure. Saturday or Sunday, I think. It wasn't yesterday. No, I think I saw it. I saw it Sunday, I want to say. Hmm. Wait. I think we have opposing reactions to this movie. Do we? Yeah. Okay. I think you said four out of ten. I did give it a four out of ten. Yeah. Whereas I was like, that was all right. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, That's probably uh, above average for me for uh, Marvel movies. Which I guess a four out of ten might be above average for you too, actually. Yeah. But <laughs> I think Avengers, I walked away with like a one. You were mad. that's that's I remember that because we went to uh, we went to a concert afterwards, and you were just going on and on about how you were so mad about them making the Hulk funny. Yeah, that's like that was he was just comedic relief. That was all he was, <laughs> and it's infuriating. Well, in this movie, he's not in the movie, so that ta-da. was that was what was more infuriating was that it was like. So for one, Hulk couldn't fight Thanos. Can we talk about how that was the worst CG of the movie somehow? The like him trying to get the Hulk out and it wouldn't. Not even out. the Hulk. It was just Bruce Banner being in the, the Hulkbuster. Oh and yeah. Every single time it looked wrong. Yeah. And it might just be this. Sometimes I can't tell if CG is bad or if it's just the sheer fantastical nature of what you're looking at is just irreconcilable. <laughs> but having That's having Mark Ruffalo's head just sitting out of a Hulkbuster in so many scenes looks wrong yeah and like we've gotten used to the idea of seeing iron man and war machines heads in their suits separately yeah in some cases but they're human shaped machines but like this is like it's like watch it's it's almost it it feels like seeing uh tyco tycross or whatever from starcraft like the big space marine dude oh yeah it's like seeing tychus i think tychus Tychus. It's it's like it's like seeing tychus but it's all the 2012 cg armor but then like like edward norton's head sticking out of the top like it's so it's so hard to accept in a way that like i don't think any other moment of the entire i don't think any other effect in the entire movie was as distracting as just seeing mark ruffalo's head sticking out of a out of the hulkbuster i think what's more upsetting to me is the only like the cgi that was the best in that entire fucking movie was thanos yeah. Who was, like, the most amazing CGI I've ever seen. We were all ready to be, like, Josh Brolin as Thanos is going to be, like, the funniest looking thing ever. Yes. Everyone's comparing him to, like, Ivan Ooze from the yeah. Power Rangers Yeah, I was so like ready that. for it because when he first met You kind of like, just forget, right? Yeah. You just kind of forget that I he's forget even that a CG he's man. not Because he, he looks totally... He just looks regular. He's just believable. He looks just like the rock is painted purple and it's ridiculous. Like, I don't the know. The only moments where he's not believable are the awkward moments where he touches Gamora ever. Oh Whenever yeah! Whenever he's touching Gamora, I'm just thinking of like, what is the act? Both actresses that played Gamora. I'm like, what? Did, where are they touching right now? Because it doesn't look like they're touching him necessarily. It looks yeah. like there's like a model they have to grab onto. 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's it's like a, a green. Fat I mean, there's suit. no there's no person that's Thanos shaped. <laughs> there might be a person wearing yeah. a giant Thanos arm for them to grab onto. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think there's like a, a green suit yeah. that's being worn, like a fat green suit, and someone's just like, "There's my arm," and it's like Thanos. No, <laughs> I always wonder like how some of these CG characters work. Like a lot of work, or even like of some of these characters. I also wonder how much CG some characters are or aren't. Like someone that distracts me when I not it's not distracting in the moment. It's just when I think about it now. I'm trying to think about what they are. I think of Vision. Oh like, yeah, is Vision just a costume or is that CG? Could it, it's actually kind of hard to tell. I want to say it's paint. I want to say it, it's face like paint. It could be paint. I think I don't I, know. I think it's face paint. It's it's the, it's getting harder to tell. Yeah, especially since like this movie was like surprisingly low on like putty people fighting yeah like people fight and they look like they're made of elastic and they well like i think they uh, solved that problem by just having like the monsters be cgi yeah so like cg looks really bad when it's like when it starts looking like matrix reloaded oh yeah fight where it's like we're watching a video game character fight 100 andersons (laughs) i mean 100 uh yeah not anderson because he's anderson yeah mr anderson 100 smiths uh yeah watching watching neo fight 100 smiths with a pole as he just like starts spinning and flying and yeah he looks like a tiny video game man well, and you can <laughs> see like you can see some of them as they're flying away and they're clearly just like oh yeah it's cartoon yeah like <laughs> but like it's a uh, I, I i spent surprisingly little of this movie that has like 20 superheroes in it thinking that they look like fake monsters or whatever like they, they, they i very very really thought that the the person on the screen was like a weird play-doh man yeah in the way that i'm used to like that's i like that's, i keep hearing people say that about uh even black panther is that supposedly in the climax well it's just like it looks like two plastic people are like fighting each other yeah because black panther had a lot of fuck-ups with their cgi did they um did you yeah, watch it uh no I watched it. Uh, we, should, we should try to recap. First of all, spoilers for if that somehow wasn't clear. Uh, spoilers for uh, Infinity War. We haven't spoiled anything yet. Not yet. We, we, <laughs> we, well, we said that Gamora and Thanos touch, but if that's a spoiler, you're a lunatic because that's her character is being Thanos's daughter. Yeah, it's like the whole setup, and this is the Thanos do you, movie. Do you honestly think that Thanos? Uh, wouldn't so have... obviously, spoilers for Infinity War. Also, spoilers for every other Marvel movie because we're just. It's it's like it's literally kind of have to. Whenever we do these, it's just spoiler cast for the universe so far, with a focus on the current movie, basically. Yeah, because they're characters that span multiple movies. But neither of us saw Black Panther. No. Have you missed any other one? Ant Man. You missed Ant Man. Okay, I have which missed, didn't matter because he wasn't in this movie. <laughs> I saw every single Marvel movie until Black Panther, which I just I just had fatigue, and I was like, I'll just I'll just catch it somewhere else. I'll be honest, I didn't. I just didn't fucking care. Black Panther is the I most just, uninteresting character to me, and I just didn't. I, I don't have anything against the Black Panther movie as an idea. I just, I just was so burned out on going to so many like, like the blockbuster movies, the big ones. Like, I keep, yeah. I keep missing a lot of them. Like, I never saw the Jurassic World movie, and I keep missing a lot of the ones that everyone's going to see all collectively. I often make, I often manage to make it to like the Star Wars and Marvel ones, but even those are like I haven't seen any of the DC ones since Man of Steel. I haven't seen. Oh no, any. we saw Wonder Woman. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't, I, seen, I haven't seen any since Wonder Woman. I haven't seen Batman vs Superman or uh, Justice, Justice League, League. or oh, and, and I don't know if I'll see any of the other ones either because I'm like I'm the, with Marvel. I'm already like this is too many. I can't yeah. do another universe. Also, the one that's supposed to be worse and based on what I've seen is yeah. Worse. I'm not really uh, interested in CGI mustaches or yeah. CGI lips. <laughs> His face is incredible. Uh, but like I. 
so I, I lo and behold, I, 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 for me, it was actually like I forgot the movie was coming out. What? Infinity War? And oh. then, I, then I just opened Twitter and people were just complaining about being spoiled already. I'm like, oh, shit, it's out. I, I guess I could just see it before spoilers happen because <laughs> nothing is spoiled. All I was seeing was people complaining about spoilers, but yeah. no actual spoilers yet. I'm like, I guess I could just go there now and just watch it. And I yeah. just did. That was my whole thought process. And literally during the drive, I'm like, fuck, I haven't seen Black Panther. I hope that's not that important. He's He was introduced in the movie I saw. So, like, I know it who he is. It really wasn't important. Uh, to this day, I still don't know if Black Panther is a prequel to Civil War or a sequel. It's... Like, I don't know if it's before or after. Oh, you know, it came out after, but I don't know if it's like an origin story going back to, to reintroduce you to Black Panther yeah. or if it's him after his father dies. It's a because maybe it's like his dad's already dead and now he's going to now. Now it's his time to rule because his dad. Oh, died right. Because he Civil died War. in Civil War. Yeah. So that's what it is. So, it's, so a sequel. It's, it's a sequel. So it takes place in between. Yeah. So, I don't know because so I've never until seen Until now, I think every Marvel movie has happened in chronological order. That's impressive. That's stopping when because infinity war happened yeah and they can't have anything else happen between infinity wars because so many characters are tied up in that yeah but there's going to be an ant-man movie i thought movie is a prequel is it it takes place before infinity war specifically it's a sequel to ant-man i don't know i don't know what the exact timing is it probably just takes place in this nebulous margin between civil war and and uh infinity war okay because, so like during the Spider-Man stuff, because it'd be really hard to is that what pay we're going with? Yeah, basically, like it'd be really hard to pay attention to any of the story happening in that movie if it was happening with the backdrop of Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and like we're like, look at my fun little sliding suit. Did you see that commercial? Yes. So you saw that? Okay. So uh, you mean the trailer? Let's have for... a yeah. Let's have a side thing about Batman. I'm mad at them. Okay. I'm mad at them. You don't. You never watched it, so you don't know about this, I guess. But they specifically made a point in the first movie to set up a rule about how, how Ant-Man works, which is that when he changes size, they maintain the density. That's why a tiny, microscopic Ant-Man can, like, punch a dude, and he goes flying. Yeah. Like, punch a normal-sized dude, and that's, like, the, the comedy of that. Or tiny Ant-Man falls out of the tub and, and hits the tile, but it's an entire human body of mass being put onto a, a single floor tile, so it, sh it, like, breaks under his weight. Like, that kind of stuff. But then by the end... They're doing crazy ass wacko shit like uh, having an ant be like the size of like a fucking Great Dane. And then it's like, how is it not floating away from being lighter than air? And like, and like a bunch of other things keep happening. Like the just crazy side cha size changes that happen yeah. that just break the rule they set up earlier. And everyone's like, you're thinking too hard about the stupid superhero movie. I'm like, but they made the rule. Yeah. They could have just not made that rule and just and the mass wouldn't be a question in my head. But the, that trailer added to that because they, I think they, they have make a, a building in that, giant. In that, trailer, they? in that trailer, they have an entire building that they shrink down into being like a rolling suitcase. Yeah. And I'm like, you're, you're like, how strong is that man? He's carrying a whole building. <laughs> and it's like, they never, I'm like, all they had to do was just not say that rule. Yeah. But because they said that rule forever, every climax of every Ant-Man movie and even the trailers, I'm like, but they said that that's not how it works. Yeah. It was weird because there's like also like, a scene I want to go back and delete that scene from the movie that yeah. just explains how Ant-Man's powers work because then you could just accept it. There's a there's also a scene in that trailer where they're like driving a, the car and it's super tiny. Yeah. And there's bricks coming at them and they're like, watch out for the bricks. I'm like, why? If one car yeah. ran into like a fraction well, of like, a brick, even, even it would trailer, be destroyed. He, even in the trailer, he, they throw like a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser at them. But, like, it's going to be the weight of a normal Hello Kitty Pest dispenser just a, over the mass of a giant thing. So it's like, oh, no, a tiny uh, uh, a balloon might slightly pung off me. And, but, like, the guy's like, oh, my God, with his motorcycle yeah. and, like, swerving. I'm like, that thing can't hurt you. 
according to the rules from earlier, but then it would hurt him because the movie doesn't care about the, those rules. Yeah, the rules don't and exist. And I'm like, delete that scene. It was one conversation. Just don't put it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, they knew... Well, I think with, it's... They had to know within the own its own movie that they were going to contradict that later, like an hour later. So why not just delete it? Anyway, this is the Infinity War spoiler cast. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to point out... Uh, Our last spoiler cast was the last Marvel movie, right? Yes, it was Thor. Yeah. Yeah. So we can continue exactly where we left off. That chipper ending where we had fun Rockman and uh, Valkyrie Lady and such other memorable characters. You mean that are the all director? And then... Um, <laughs> As Rockman? <laughs> was it the director? Yeah. No, I thought that was Jermaine from Fly the Concords, wasn't it? Was it the director? I thought it was the director. I don't think it was the director. I think it was one of... I think that guy was played by... Wait, no, it wasn't Fly the Concords, but it was the, it was a... It was that it was the same actor that the director used, I think, in what we do in the shadows. Oh, maybe that was it. I think that was the the line because it, it was the director that did the vac the the vampire mockumentary. Right, right. Which I still need to see because it's supposed to be really entertaining, but I haven't. So we left we left uh, Midgard, which was just gone. Yeah, I guess it just blew the fuck up. I mean, yeah, that was the end uh, of the movie because I guess a giant uh, lava monster just destroyed yeah, it from Moana. <laughs> it's gone now so they're uh, still on their spaceship floating away and i guess we don't give a shit about how thanos just showed the fuck up there no i think the ending of ragnarok either the ending of ragnarok or the post credit scene of ragnarok shows uh thanos like a big ship like oh shit what's that and that was like the cliffhanger for oh okay for infinity war somebody had to remind me of it but once they mentioned that i was like oh i think i remember that uh, i try not to like it's hard to remember that yeah. stuff so uh Immediately, I have a gripe again about the Thor franchise. Okay. Which is that there's all these supporting characters, and I want to care about them, but the movies won't let me care about them, because the movies won't care about them. So, like, first of all, the first Thor movie, it's Thor and the Band of Brothers, or whatever the fuck they were called. Like, yeah. it's Jolly Mates and the one girl, Lady Sif. Uh, and you had this cast of colorful characters. There's red bearded guy, and there's the girl, and there's black dude, and you know, there's a there's the cha- yeah. there's the Asian dude, which is the only one Ragnarok remembered. <laughs> yeah, like you get to the well, first, it's the only one I that Ragnarok can rehire. I think they were in the first two movies, and then I watch. Uh, Are they even in the second movie? I don't remember. I, don't I genuinely can't tell you. I don't think they're in I the watch, second movie because the second I movie watch is... Agents of Shield, and Lady Sif shows up in that. In the, in the first season, because Agents of the Shield was like, we're going to have crossover with the Avengers universe, but it would only be the most embarrassing crossovers, because it's always like the the 12th most important character in the yeah. latest Marvel movie would show up. Well, you're not going to get Chris fucking Evans to show yeah. up on a TV show. Which, to be fair, the best crossover ever was, uh, of course, how Civil War changed, uh, not Civil War, Winter Soldier with the with Hydra yeah. showing up yeah. completely changes uh, Agent Shield, and you realize, oh, this was the plan all along. This is why the show is like slightly boring. Yeah, it's because it's just establishing a cast of characters for the Civil War. That's a bit uh, for the Hydra reveal that's going to happen. That that's that makes the whole show fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like that cast of characters is his friends, and the movies just forget about him. But then in Ragnarok, out of nowhere, they're like, here's. The Asian dude is, like, having a last stand against hell, but everyone else is just not there, seemingly. Yeah. Or they might have died as, like, an aside. I think there might be, like, cutaway scenes where, like, various members of the Band of Brothers just die without even, like, a line. I don't remember that. You don't even know that they were there. Like, you'd have to, like, double check to even tell, like, is that the same actor? To even tell if that was that the character that the movie previously seemed to want you to care about? Yeah. And it happened again 
Because now Thanos wipes out this ship and you'd be forgiven if you didn't think that the only three people on the entire ship that we should care about are Thor, Loki, and Heimdall. Yeah. Because I don't see Rock Guy over there from previous movie. That I think we're Rock Guy's just dead. Yeah. And I didn't see the, the Valkyrie we were supposed to care about. That I was think like, she's also like, dead. She, she in particular was like a lead role in the previous movie. Yeah. Rock Guy was like a joke character that showed up a bit. But she was like a lead character. That She's a poster character. Yes. And this movie takes place like minutes after the previous one. Mm-hmm. And they just vanish. I think she's her corpse is probably laying there on the ground when it goes when it does the like Star Wars thing where it's panning through the hallways and there's just bodies. It's just it's frustrating because this movie in particular ends with like oh my god that character and that character and that character like oh look at all this stuff's happening to all these characters even Falcon oh shit Falcon and like I care more about the Valkyrie than Falcon yeah. what happened to the Valkyrie I I they... we spent a whole movie with the Valkyrie where the fuck did she go. I'm honestly I'll be I'll be genuine with you I'm okay with it I kind of hate all of the characters in Thor <laughs> they're really garbage um but and like but you but the con uh, just the continuity acknowledgement is we- like, no I agree it's it's stupid that they just like kind of throw characters away I I yeah. argued about it too when we watched Thor I was like where the fuck are his friends yeah they're supposed to be there like through a whole series it's like did they did they film a death scene for the Valkyrie and then just didn't make it into the final cut or something? Or it could did have they been. literally not bring her back for the movie? I, they probably just didn't bring like, her back. There's, there's they probably more, didn't think you'd give a shit. The continuity between this movie and the previous one was so weirdly weak that I can only wonder if, like, the two movies were being made in parallel and there was just details of Ragnarok that just weren't known when they were making this. Because they also practically retcon his eye. Yeah, they do like, retcon the eye. It's almost like I can imagine they made they were basically had pretty much made Infinity War, and then they're like, "Oh shit!" They took out his eye at the end of the last movie. We'll do some reshoots real quick where he doesn't have an eye for a bit at the beginning. No, I bet you what <laughs> happened was that they didn't film any of the Thor scenes until last. I bet they filmed everything, and I bet that the beginning of this movie was filmed last specifically. Yeah, I think specifically that's what I mean. the Asgardian ship was filmed last. That's that's what I'm and saying. So that's I think why that it suddenly part... has all these details yeah. from Ragnarok that aren't showing up in the rest of the movie, and immediately they're like, "Get rid of that eye patch. You got a fake eye now. It's great. Oh, uh, you should have washed that first. Like all that, all that, all that, all that. Like it's fun dialogue that like that they don't just like hand wave it away. But once you see that entire characters vanished, him getting his eye back, you're like. They just filmed him with two eyes throughout the movie, and yeah. then like he, we, but then they like we have to acknowledge him losing an eye because that's glaring, more glaring than two characters vanishing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird detail. Yeah, so like the first thing that happens is just like the Hulk punches Thanos, I yeah, guess, and it, doesn't punch him good enough. It doesn't do anything to him. Yeah, I guess which not. Is impressive. I mean, in case you didn't remember, like we, Thor we, and we, Hulk we fought, much... and it was literally like Hulk like punched the hammer and it created mm-hmm. like an explosion in the middle of a but no thanos just was like took it like a man <laughs> yeah when that's before the infinity stones well he had one yeah which which one was it is it the is it the it was, triforce of power no i think it was a reality it was not reality or no, it was, yeah i think it was reality no, he got reality when they connect gamora that was the new one no that was soul no, that was when he, that's the one he got from killing Gamora. Oh, okay. He when they kidnapped Gamora, they were getting reality from what the fuck uh, Benicio del Toro. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he had the Benicio del Toro, that memorable character yeah. from the first Guardians movie, ending Stinger. <laughs> basically, it was. <laughs> I enjoyed. I did enjoy the line. Like, what kind of idiot gave that guy? Uh, uh, 
what kind of video gave that guy an infinity stone because it was him who did that yeah star lord like not not even realizing that he did it even in that moment <laughs> yeah uh yeah because it's yeah what i don't remember what infinity what the first infinity stone he I had even, i i i think most audiences won't even know what they all are i think it was teleportation like people will re- people will realize there's a reality one and people will realize that there's a time one that's because a, those no, are the two that come up in the story a he lot. had the teleportation one but there's like because Four more because there's six infinity stones no uh yes because there's, there's one for every finger and there's the all center. Five, yeah there's all five knuckles then there's the center one which even which then, is visions i was literally watching no, that it's not visions. i was literally watching the movie i'm like i don't know how many infinity i i, I, I was like yeah that's we were visions. like 75 percent of the way through the movie i'm like i actually don't know how many infinity stones there are in this mcguffin movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like there's so many of them yeah, there's six, i don't know what they all uh, do because visions is the one that is goes in the center and then it's life yeah. it's uh it's life or time, we su- life. We were surprisingly low on explanations for the um, decade of setup movies to the, what these stones even do. Yeah, what is it? Time, life, uh, reality, tesseract? I don't remember what tesseract. that one is. I don't remember what that one is. <laughs> How uh, many infinity stones? And then there's I think the, the tesseract was the stone of space. Yes. I think that's I think the one he has. You gotta be careful. That might, they might fuck with the connection of the microphone. Get off, cat. Yeah, the... Uh, Get, hang on. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think how many Infinity Stones were set up by the Marvel movies so far. Because all of them. The one, no, because the one that gets off camera was the Except one for that one. That's the one. That's the one that's not in any of them. And also the Soul one isn't set up. So that's two that are just we just hear about this movie is Soul and yeah the first one. <laughs> but we yeah but well, we, I think have, the we, first have, one... we have Tesseract. We have Benicio del Toro. We have Vision. Because we knew, and we, knew, we have Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. So those are the four. So we knew, that we know about. yeah, we knew about Doctor Strange. We knew about Vision. We, yeah, the yeah. Collector. I think he's called. Yeah, the Michel Collector. Del Toro. Yeah. yeah, I just know the actor. I was actually surprised. I was wacky. I was. De- I was. Yeah, he looks like. like hey, he dude, looks like we're gonna have to get you back in that. You know that makeup you used for like one day of shooting like five years ago. We're gonna have to get you back in that for another even shorter day of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Not really a character that amounted to much, was he? No. He should. He looks like a character out of Hunger Games. We've wa- yes, he does, and we've walked like. into his lab twice, both times to see it explode. <laughs> Fair it point. Because ex- they like hit the Infinity Stone or something in, in Guardians. Yeah. Or something happened that made it blow up in that scene. And they're like, we gotta get out of here because not Thanos is here, and because it's not Thanos, the other yeah. weird colored space guy that lands in ships and wants your shit and is gonna attack you. Who's also he was after the Infinity Stone, right? Yeah, he was after the Infinity yeah. Stone. Everyone's after the Infinity Stones, <laughs> I. But no one talks about the Infinity Stones. Yeah. So let's get to the, so back to the, the first scene. Like it really. One thing is it it retroactively makes Ragnarok, Ragnarok a little worse. Yeah, and it's for the reason that was already had problems. Like we like we I think we both came around. We both came away from Ragnarok relatively positive for a lot of it. I didn't hate Ragnarok. But an issue we both had was like the the comedy that undercuts scenes constantly. Yes, like the like especially like you don't undercut the actual literal Ragnarok happening with like a joke, but they did. Like a cutaway joke from Rockman is like like well, like he's like ruining the actual Ragnarok that's happening. Yeah, this 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 fable that has last millennia in reality of an action of the Ragnarok. Well, I mean, Rockman ruined like a bunch of scenes. Yeah, because that's what his character was was like, just to be an out of touch. But uh, like the jolly hopefulness and dumb jokiness of like ah, uh, who who cares about the home being gone? It's all fine. Is really undercut by now half of them are murdered one by one. No, all of them uh oh right that's 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 kind of a point of confusion in, in its own way literally every asgardian is dead like that's that's a weird frustration is that they're they're supposedly killing half of them like during the actual murdering scenes that are happening yeah because they're doing what they do all the time 
But then they blow the ship up, and I'm like, wait, that's not how you Thanos. What do you? What? Do you, that's not what Thanos does. But he did, and I'm yeah. like, and they didn't acknowledge. I don't think he said, well, now I'm blowing it up because Loki tried to stab me. Like there was no like moment of like, well, now you crossed the line. Now you're fucked. Like that didn't happen. And also. Every society probably does what Loki did, so and he keeps letting half of them live. So like, I, I don't even know what the in-universe explanation is for why he blew up the ship. I he didn't even it... kill the one person he was trying to kill. Yeah, because right. <laughs> Thor's fine apparently. Well, Thor can fly through space. What the yeah. fuck do you want? So like, why blow up all the Asgardians? They because there's no reason. Because just, the Asgardians confused. are dead. There's no half to have. That's the no, thing. If there's if there's two people, then there's a half. <laughs> no, the point the point I'm saying is that they they all fought against him. So there's no half. That always happens. There's but there's no half to save because there's no half that's like just being that just needs protection. Another half is fighting. Every Asgardian was fighting Thanos. It was, it was too late though. No, that that contradicts what they were saying though because everyone's laying on the ground unconscious and shit, and they're like, half of you will know this great honor and blah, blah, blah. like he was giving the whole speech he gives normally. That one like seer dude or whatever. Yeah, the one guy with the needles. Uh, he was doing the speech that he does in the flashback later with Gamora and everything, and they're going around stabbing some of them. So it's like. That the in the background, that's the half people living thing being set up there. Huh. But then they blow the ship up, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, he keeps letting people live, except for when they don't, and I can't. I well, was confused. I mean, Thanos. Also, is... there's a lot of children in this movie that has mass shootings in it, like public executions. Oh, yeah. Like I, I there was I saw so many children in the theater, and then there's that scene where they divide the population of an entire city. Oh, Gamora's town? And then they just shoot everyone on one side, and I'm yeah. like, that's a public execution. That's, like, some dark-ass real-life shit. Yeah, but you don't see it, so it doesn't matter. But you matter. do see it. Well, you see the end result of it, but you don't see it happen. It's not even entirely that. You literally see people firing into a crowd. It's just in the background. It's, like, yeah. a little blurry. Yeah. But, like, it's literally a mass execution. Yeah, that's fine. And then you see hundreds of bodies. I mean... And I'm like, people take their children to these movies. Holy shit. Well, are you going to really deny the fact that in Age of Ultron, <laughs> they lift a fucking city up in the air and then drop it? Then like, drop those it? people are dead. Well, they, well, they, they even really said hard. in the they thing, did... like, billions of, like, like millions yeah. of people died. Like, children watched millions of people just die. That's the thing is, I'm so used to the implied deaths in these movies that I wasn't ready uh, to experience in, like, like actual death. Like me, as an adult watching a movie, I'm just like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, that's the story of the movie. But just thinking about, like, like I, especially since I, I saw reviews afterwards, like, I was watching... Uh, I I got a really big kick out of out of like somebody like two I think two of the people on the what the flick review panel took their child to see the movie oh and both the, in, I think in both cases like the child reacted strongly to like the ending but like was unfazed by the mass execution that happens in the middle of the movie and I'm like I'm like that's not the part that you freaked out like well no because they don't like there was care. A, there was a little commentary moment where the reviewers are like oh man there there was that one part where I kind of regretted bringing my kid and then they and I'm like oh yeah I know exactly what you're talking about right and then like yeah the part where the superheroes dissolve I'm like wait no no that's the part where, the mass execution is the part where you should be worried about your eight year old being in the theater. <laughs> That's the thing. They shot hundreds of well, people. Okay, well, that's the thing. I, I think you're overthinking it because that's the beautiful part about children. Is like that it's lasers. It doesn't matter. Well, that makes it fake and, video games. And children are just incredibly stupid. They have no concept of what's going on. In their heads, uh, they're just like, well, those were bad guys. They get pew-pewed. And it's like, they don't think like, about it. People will misinterpret this as my attempted censorship or something. But I don't give a fuck. I'm just thinking about like the... 
it's like when I talk about nudity on YouTube, where I'm just like, I'm like, where's the bar? I can't figure out where the yeah. bar is for people because I keep hearing about some sort of line somewhere. It's not, yeah, it's not that and, you don't and want I can't nudity. Make sense it's of the line it's is. just you need to be very clear about where that line is, and then you yeah, ask like, is this PG thirteen? Because there's literally genocide. So just like, like I, yeah, like just how YouTube <laughs> can't figure out where the bar is for nudity, I can't tell where parents react to violence because like <laughs> video games are corrupting our youth, but also let's all let's make a, a mass execution movie, the biggest opening in the history of movies, and take all of our kids there. Yeah, and no one's gonna. And I haven't heard a single person i have not seen a single article about nobody is i've never heard anyone talk about how like the rwandan genocide happened in the background of this funny superhero movie and like no one's saying shit about it and i'm like what the fuck yeah so okay (laughs) we keep getting distracted so he gets so that's what we do yes but because the the alternative we haven't even got past the first infinity stone well that's that's also part of the course to be fair the setup is the most interesting part of every movie to talk about yeah. Just like how talking about the like like the island part was what we talked about for like the entire review of Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, yeah, because that was the most interesting part to talk about. Yeah. So everyone in the, on Asgard ship dies, including Loki. Probably finally. Probably finally. Heimdall's definitely dead because he's never come back. Uh, well, the uh, I, which think... I was bummed out by because I thought Heimdall was rad as shit, and I was bummed out by that. Yeah, like he was he his role in the last movie was like, oh fucking Heimdall's almost a bigger hero than Thor ever was. Look at him being a badass. Yeah, he, like he's been continually the most heroic Asgardian character, and he's like, oh, all right, there it goes. I'm also I see you later. Did they Ho- es- hope you become. We'll see if you ever become 007 or not. Did they establish in the third thor movie if he could just summon bifrost if he could just bifrost whenever he wants to yeah i thought that was the whole point of the building they had was so that you can do the the bifrost thing. i thought that was i think like, the building is supposed to help him do it on more of like an industrial level but i think it's his sword that does it that seems really dangerous also i, I think it was more of a desperate difficult thing that he does before he dies as opposed to like a thing that's easy to do all the time necessarily okay but it is kind of a doctor who moment of like when matt smith starts teleporting instantly through time and space and you're like yeah why do you have a tardis <laughs> and they never bring it up in any other episode <laughs> yeah it's it, it was one of those things like instant teleportation, t- teleportation very bad for you nasty it's like and then he just but he does it like seven times and then they never bring it up again well, he is a Time Lord, so by proxy, I guess he, he just is... shows up with a mop. He can just That's travel weird, through time. Weird episode. The But the idea is, like, yeah, he just kind of bifrosts the Hulk away. But only the Hulk. But only the Hulk. Which is also a little weird. Which is also really, yeah. I'm like, why did he teleport everyone away? Like, I don't know why Thor didn't just run over to Mark Ruffalo and just be like, yeah. bifrost us out! And he's just like, goodbye! It gives you kind of a moment where you wonder what the value system is. There's, there's a few seasons... Uh, like in this, I don't know why I said seasons. There's a few scenes in this movie that kind of make me question character motivations a little bit. But like, I will say by and large, I think they did a shockingly good job at managing how many characters they had to deal with. Part, part yeah. of which was by having a lot of the characters just not matter. Like, yeah. I, like Iron, like War Machine has this one scene that's the obligatory follow up on his what happened to him in Civil War, basically. Yeah. But aside from that, he's just as important as Falcon in this movie, which is that he's in a couple scenes he's, for, during the fight he's there to fight which is like about as important yeah. as like that one lady that i assume is like black panther's like right hand person or something probably because mm-hmm. i didn't see the movie yeah. but like she's just as important By as the way, black widow like, <laughs> like uh, show up a couple times i i want to point out that um wakanda is like shit <laughs> it's like such a shit place why is it shit they're just to, kind of need, like you need to have like descriptors they're, they're kind of just dickholes 
I think that's the plot of Black Panther. Is it? I think so. Because, like, the one bitch was like, oh, you fucked up on building Vision. I was like, oh, yeah, because you were totally fucking there. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I don't see you have a fucking self-aware AI with an Infinity Stone in it. Oh, that's, right, because you don't. That's more of a comedy scene in that the it, point is that, like... Tony Stark and and, uh, and Bruce Banner are like the science expert mega mega smart yeah. people, and I think the entire point of that character in Black Panther is to constantly be like the the joke is she's way too smart for being just some little girl. That's the thing. I'm, so th- in this in this case, they're like, ah, oh, she's thought of something that even the super geniuses didn't think but of. That's what upsets me is that she's incredibly stupid comparatively to what compared to Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is smarter than her. By character sheets. Are we like, talking like comic book Yeah, comic book version? lore. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, like, we don't have reason to think that in the movies necessarily. I mean, Mr. Fantastic is literally the most intelligent man in the Marvel and universe. he doesn't exist. And he doesn't exist. <laughs> and, like, if he was in that scene and she was like, you fucked up the connectors, he would, like, bitch slap her and be like, "You don't, why are you talking about connectors? That's a fucking plebeian thing. Get out of here. And, like, it would have been... I wouldn't even really be surprised if, if Mr. Fantastic slapped children because he seems, like, not a great person. I mean, he brings <laughs> children with him to space. The the um is, what is Mr. Fantastic like just as bad as Batman or something with children? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it. But the idea is like I don't know. I got kind of like annoyed that everybody in Wakanda was kind of just like really like oh we'll take care of this. Oh the shield can do. It's like they're so confident about shit. I'm like Thanos, literally from space. Until that super didn't work. It, but it's like it's also this thing of like hey I don't remember the last time the Wakandans went to space. Oh, wait, they didn't because they're not smart enough. Oh, no. Did they not go to space? No, they've never been to space. You know who's been to space? Tony Stark. Is this all comic stuff again? (laughs) Both, yeah. I'm like, I don't think there's even like a, like, I don't think we there even can be set up for this stuff. Well, no, I mean, the the idea, well, because for one, the thing that they even built their civilization around is a space rock, which that's it. They just got lucky that a rock fell in Africa and not like New York. Like, that's the only thing that made them impressive is, like, we found a space rock and it's really fucking fancy. And that's, like, it. But I mean, they, they can't all fall in New York. That, it starts to get weird at some point. Like, there's like Does a, it? At some point, there's, like, a reality generator in New York that makes everything happen in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it starts to get weird. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. The, yeah, the real the, the Illuminati <laughs> reality generator that's in the New York sewer is part of a crocodile's. No, I mean, like... And Killer Croc, who's real. There's, like, a thing. <laughs> that's in DC, thankfully. The, no, uh, I know. I'm just saying real life. Like, that's just always there. He's just always there? Yeah, there's the Illuminati Killer Croc uh, reality generator that's under New York that makes it the center of reality. But also, like, they it's have... Like the flag and capture the flag. <laughs> they have this, like, impressive whatever setup. But these fucking assholes don't have, like, an anti-teleportation field. Like, Thanos just... Sh- like, Thanos literally just walks up and he's like, Oh, hey there, Vision! And it's like... Could you not? <laughs> like, could How you? would you make an anti-teleportation field? I don't know. They're the fucking ones who are talking about building sentient machines incorrectly. I guess you guys know everything, right? Then you don't be a condescending asshole. Like the like, don't. I just I don't like that idea that they're like being. I, I don't like the like these characters that act self like uh, self important. Like oh, I'm so incredibly intelligent, and then a being that is clearly more advanced than them shows up, and it's like. Well, we just didn't account for it. Because you're not smart, you fucking asshole. Shut up. Like, no one... Wouldn't that just... Isn't that just their character, though? That they're assholes? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. It just, I don't know. I, I, I think that's literally... Like, I, neither of us have seen it, but I think that's literally the plot of... Love Black, Black Panther, Panther. That they're all just assholes? It's kind of. Is that Wakanda is like these... 
superior smug be people in the middle of like a troubled continent and like is i think the villain killmonger is supposed to specifically be about that problem oh really like that's the premise of the movie maybe I watching think. the movie would have helped me hate them more <laughs> <laughs> i just I, but going back to before i'm just talking about like the, there's there's character motivation moments that I, I question or i'm trying to figure out why people do exactly what they do one of them, and a few of them involve teleporting in particular. I'm just going to close the door because there's so many animal noises happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like the, uh, what is it? Uh, Heimdall specifically teleports, a, specifically Bruce Banner? Well, Thor said so. Thor said to teleport yes. Hulk? Yes. Why? Because he can't breathe in space. Just to save him from space. Yes. So we can't AOE teleport people. Well, I, I also think he was doing it as a, like, send him down so he can warn the Avengers. As in... But even then, there's the question of, like, is Hulk even important? Y y what? Yes. Like, I know you have a, this giant Hulk boner about how great he is a character. I'm just saying, like, in the context of this story... Is, yes. Is the Hulk specifically like a treasure that has to be protected for the sake of the reality to happen? Like, yes. He doesn't, I, as far as I can tell, he serves no role or purpose he is of any kind. Literally the strongest Avenger. But which is, which is not even actually clearly established in the movies. Kinda. He beats the shit out of Thor. He beats out of the shit out of some people, but he also always loses. Like, exclusively loses. No, he has, he has plot armor. And so, like, he loses when he needs to. And also, just being particularly strong doesn't even necessarily mean that you're like, the super dude that's going to do awesome things and actually be integral to the plot. It just he's, means you might do a good punch. He's invulnerable. That doesn't matter. It kind of, Having the best superpower doesn't necessarily mean that you're important to the story. Well, yeah, when you're, when you're being invaded by I, aliens. I can't tell how important Hulk is. And especially in this movie, he doesn't really do anything. Well, I think the reason they... More specifically, they sent him down because the, it's Bruce Banner is the one they wanted to save. is because Bruce Banner is technically one of the most intelligent men on the planet. So Here, I'm thinking, like, what is Heimdall's priority? Is it literally just to warn the Avengers... Or is it to save Thor, which you think he'd want to sit, just save Thor from being murdered? Or uh, the other thing is if he's doing it on a galactic priority scale, you think he'd be like, I want to save the Infinity Stone, which would mean teleporting Loki. No, because of all uh, those options, of t out of what I, what I feel like are two better options to teleport, he teleports Hulk, well, the, one the he weird doesn't... stranger on his ship that he doesn't know. Well, remember, that he I met like five minutes ago he in the previous movie. He teleports Hulk before Loki reveals he has the stone. That's no. No? Thought... Everyone always knows that the Tesseract is with Loki. No, I meant, I meant to like Thanos. Oh wait, where was the the Tesseract was in the vault until Loki took it, right? Yeah. Did everyone did everyone know he had No. It? No one knew Loki took it. They did thought the Tesseract everyone, just blew up. Did everyone think the Tesseract was on Asgard? Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's why Thor was like, why? <laughs> like, did he teleport Hulk did he teleport Hulk before the yes, Tesseract scene? Because he, he remember he Thanos he... knocked him out. Yeah. And uh and uh, then he Boy, that would have been important. Do you think do you think he would have teleported Loki if he knew that? No, I think he would have just teleported the Tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> a dangerous thing just put on the floor somewhere well i think he would have sent it uh, to earth he would have just been like and to the avenger hq and there's like a giant block it definitely feels like a mistake was made around the time you realize oh shit we have a teleport power and we didn't use it on the infinity stone yeah <laughs> to get away from the guy that can't teleport after it yeah he can <laughs> he can't teleport at that that's point, his only he? ability that's that's the one stone he has yeah that's how he 
I think that's his only ability. When does he teleport for the first time in this movie? I thought he teleported onto that ship. No, he, they boarded with their giant ship of oh. people. Then is it the Tesseract that gave him the ability to teleport? It might have been. Can Loki teleport? Oh, it is the Tesseract, right? Because remember they use the Tesseract and it shoots into space and it opens a wormhole and then all the invaders come in? Oh, it made a portal in the, in the first place? Yeah. Is that what it did? Well, it made a portal to Thanos, it would, technically. It would be nice if the movie more explained what the stones even were most of the time. It should have like a little thing on they were, the... They were like, skip straight to the start, the final destination, which is that if I get all of them, snapping my fingers kills half of all people. Apparently. By the way, on, the, on one day. Like instantaneously. Like he's committed while, while they're driving and shit. It's like his entire life. Yeah. And he just commits to it on one day where he's like, yeah. okay, today I'm getting all the infinity stones. Finally. The idea seems to be that he was planning on it all this time. He was just waiting for every piece to line like, up. He just needed the, well, like once, like, it's like there's a tipping point. Once you have an infinity stone, like suddenly it's like now we're, now they're fucked. Cause like you're way more powerful all of a sudden that until that before then you kind of sucked. My problem with that. Then he have the infinity stone in the end of the crawl for the first Avengers movie. I don't think so. I think so. I think I remember him. No, no, he just no because face. it's the first Avengers movies happened like eight years ago or something, didn't it? In the universe, because like, because like there was like two years between Civil War and Infinity War, and I think there was another two years between other stuff. Well, yeah, happening. it was twenty twelve. Like, it's been a long ass time, right? Yeah, it's like they're practically happening in real time, basically. Uh, and like the way they set it up in this movie, it sounds like he just got his first infinity stone. And that's why this is all like, now it's the tipping point. And now it's just all the plans coming together. My problem is I'm sitting here like, didn't Gamora and Nebula know his plan? Yeah. Like it's hard to tell. Well, he also specifically like, told them to go get infinity stones multiple times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to be clear about that because that was like guardians of galaxy one. one. Like the, there's always the, pl there's like the, like it's like D and D there's like character knowledge versus player knowledge. There's yeah. the question of like, we know he, the, that this is all going up to infinity war and he's after the infinity stones because it's literally been like 10 years of stingers about like, wow, what's that? I was going to do one yeah. day when he shows up in a movie finally. Cause that's been just nonstop. Like, in, we never knew why it mattered for the longest time. Well, we knew the moment it happened because that's the only I, thing in Thanos I, I, does. I just mean, like, if you only watch the movies and oh, you don't have yeah. anything else, you're like, why do they keep showing me this purple asshole? Like, it's like, it starts to get weird at some point. Yeah. And just the idea, like, so he's been brooding and planning this thing forever. His and, lifetime. And Gamora and Nebula know that. Yes. And Gamora in particular is just, like, going on fun space adventures for, like, years. Well, remember, in Guardians 1... Like, at least Nebula, they say Nebula recently tried to kill Thanos and nearly succeeded. I'm like, alright, GG, Nebula, that's what everyone should have been doing that knew his plan? Technically, everyone should have been doing it. Like, it's... Not, not just people who knew his plan, like, I think... But Gamora knows, like, everything about him, so I'm, like, I'm actually really frustrated with Gamora in this movie, finding out that she's been, like going out doing space pirating and having fun and shit she also knew uh, the location like, of one of the infinity stones yeah just she just does yeah i don't i don't know when she found it and i don't know how she decided and, that and i had a lot of moments of like i can't tell i can't figure out gamora's dedication to suicide or not because she wants somebody else to shoot her if she gets captured because she yeah. knows about the infinity stone but then even then when they're going there like there's so many moments where she could have almost killed herself and just keeps not doing it all the way down to the reveal where it's like, uh, like I guess it's just part of the thing where like they wanted to make this Infinity Stone not just him winning, but literally other people failing specifically. Yeah. It's so, like Gamora has a specific moment of failure 
and Star-Lord has a specific moment of failure. Even Thor has a moment of failure in that he literally aims at the wrong spot at the la- in the last scene of the movie. Like, so many people make mistakes that, that enable this to happen every step of the way. Yeah. Instead of it just being him winning because he's impo- impossible to stop or something. But it's... The, or like Yeah, they almost beat him like three times, or but like somebody had, fucks it up. Or they had the option to destroy an Infinity Stone for, throughout the entire movie, but they held off on it because they desperately wanted to keep that person alive. Well, no, no. One person wanted to keep that fucking guy alive. No, they all wanted to keep him alive because they're superheroes. Except for the guy with the infinity stone in his head who was like, please kill me. I swear to God. (laughs) Like, he was sitting there the whole movie like, no, no, you have to stop. If if he gets the infinity stone, we all die. I would rather be dead than the whole universe. And they're like, no, Vision, you're important. He's like, no, I'm a robot. Just kill me. It's definitely (laughs) easy to think that if they killed him sooner and took care of the infinity stone, there'd almost be like an ability to like scatter it to the winds the pieces of the infinity well, stone dragon and, ball like, all of a sudden and, like Thanos doesn't go around and collect thinking, like, the pieces not even that just throw it and like just fucking throw tiny particles of it just out into space like not even at my landmarks just make it impossible to regather like you could do a lot of work to make it really hard for the time stone to ever be able to rewind anything i don't know how that works though because technically thanos has like the reality bending ability so he that's could... a, that's a point of frustration is that the reality the, stone no the literally... whole gauntlet is just a fucking problem it's a it's a clusterfuck <laughs> of like how do you even it's it's like the ultimate doctor who episode of like i don't even know how to explain the story of this or what can happen in it i don't know like how... once you have a reality stone you literally can't even say for with any certainty because because they don't explain what it does in any real way yeah what he can do well he can turn anything I'm surprised into he anything? can't just make the rea- all of the infinity stones on the spot when he has that one <laughs> i don't think he can do that i think <laughs> there is we have no reason well, not to think he can do that because i don't think the infinity stones are part of reality instead, i think the infinity stones are outside like, instead he makes two hollow decks and he makes two bubble tricks and that's the extent of the reality stone for the most part and yeah except for the time he teleports and heals himself at the end when it's when it's over but he, and he only uses the time power just to fix the one, infinity stone yeah. or yeah to fix one of the stones but like he doesn't do it the moment thor hits him with an axe and he's like well time reverse and then like well, what? kind of did. i think he might have used the reality stone to heal after he te- i think he teleported himself while healing himself with the reality stone or something but i don't know because i can't even tell you what all the stones do okay it's kind so of a clusterfuck there's uh i know there's space and time those are the first ones i heard about yeah space i think tesseract is space because yeah. uh because strange has time which is the most reinforced one which they knew they had to do yeah like that was that was like you you know that they most reinforce what the meanings of specific stones are when they're the ones that are going to be used in scenes for a specific purpose yeah so they tell you reality and time like five times yeah because they're good that you need to remember that those stones are those stones otherwise several scenes are going to be really confusing (laughs) i don't know what life does apparently kills half the population if you want that to be what it does (laughs) well no but i mean like specifically what the life stone does oh wait because the, the, there's also a soul stone yeah the soul stone i have no idea Fuck. what that does um it starts to sound like some of that stuff when you talk about like the elements that make up reality and like it always sounds arbitrary like it, yeah fire and earth and wind and water and you know what I, I think that <laughs> might give him that power to snap people away i and think that's not what the soul stone the, i think the soul uh, yeah i think the soul stone is what does that hmm. but i think it like I don't think he can do it on the same scale. Like, I think he can just snap his finger and kill certain people on command or, like, touch somebody and kill them. But I think when all the Infinity Stones are gathered, then he can just be like, and everyone in the universe is gone because he combines it with every other stone. Because I'm assuming, like, to wipe out half of the universe, you have to, like, 
He apparently needs all of them for reasons. Well, you, yeah, because you would need time to go back to erase them from existence. <clears throat> you would need reality to alter the time stream so it doesn't affect time because you just fucking removed. But he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not removing them from time, though. Technically, he's not removing them from the past. He's moving them in that moment because they're. But he's the using cars. Time. They're driving are still there. Well, like, yeah, but I'm saying like, like they existed I, until that moment. I think the the point of time is like to prevent like rifts because if you just wipe out that many people in a second i imagine there's some kind of I'm, like i'm convinced that like only one of the stones is only is relevant to actually deleting people and all the other ones just somehow give him super mega power it could be true like basically once you have all of them that's when you get re- well, one that's of them gives... when they have synergy mode and you have mega power yeah. to reach all of the reality i i'm well i mean some of them is like one makes them teleport would, otherwise you would think one just would be all you need for that specific about power I, yeah i don't even know um, and and like it and it doesn't make sense that much because it was all poorly cobbled together by some comic book writer decades ago for similar half-assed reasons because that's what events are in the yeah. Marvel universe and the DC universe are like they're the worst stories. Yeah, crossover events usually are just a hey, let's boost sales real quick by making yeah. like everyone's favorite characters. Into Which is one why book. I want I was ready to hate this movie both because I thought it was going to be a clusterfuck of t- keeping track of all these characters. But also, I know it's like the worst comic book stories. Yeah. And so I was shocked when I was like, this is fun. I'm, I was generally having an all right time in a way that I didn't think you could from the source yeah. material. Because it's bad source material. Oh, yeah. Like, this might be the worst source material they've had for a Marvel movie so far. Is the, I, don't, I don't know about that. Infinity War? No. No. What's worse than Infinity War? Black Panther. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, like Dark World. Ant Man is also bad. Because Dark World's like we got to fight the Dark Elves. They're not us. <laughs> That's the motivation. <laughs> I get so hard to rec- tell you what the story of Dark World was. Dark World was uh, a precursor to preventing Ragnarok. Oh um, man, I love the Thor trilogy. You know, Thor, Thor, Ragnarok, and Infinity War. <laughs> anyway. Hulk gets banished. Also super racist, by the Thor, way. What? I said also super racist. What, the Dark Elves? Yeah. I mean, it's literal racism, but it's racism against a fantasy race. No, no. I mean, like, what they're not... Thor's story is. But they're not, like, actually Dark Elves. first story is Frost Giants are evil, and second one is Dark, dark Elves are evil. Well, yeah, Odin's apparently... And the third fr- one is everyone that's not Asgardian is evil. <laughs> yeah. No, like, the, the, the entire premise, though, of... Uh, because it's playing God of War, I've been doing research on Norse mythology to try mm-hmm. to see how bad it is. Oh, to find out the Dark Elves were just, like, black people or something? Yeah. And it was just, like, that kind and, of And the only reason stuff. people call them Dark Elves and White yeah. Elves is because Odin couldn't tell them apart. So he just labeled one Dark Elves and the other Light Elves, but the Elves don't call themselves that. Well, yeah. Yeah. They have, like, they have... They're just Elves. Which, is, which happens a lot <laughs> in... That happens a lot in elf stuff in fiction, generally. Yeah. Like, well, you have, like, wood elves, and well, you have, in, like, in, uh, high yeah, elves, was, and then uh, you have... Yeah, like, in, yeah. Uh, in Dragon Age, you have the high elves and the wood elves. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's what they call themselves, the wood <laughs> elves. We like yeah. wood over here, not like them city folk. I'm like, they're, they're elves. They're elves. <laughs> they call them, like, they at least call themselves, like, Sylvan or something. Like, that, I just that's, thought like, it, a word that exists. I don't know, them. I just thought that was, like, hilarious to me that Odin just was racist. Yes. Like... <laughs> oh, dude uh i recommend getting a copy i'll 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 find it for you like the right one so you can look at it it's like uh, it's the one i read in my norse mythology class you had a, like, you had a, you had a norse in norse mythology? i took norse mythology when i was in college for like ge and stuff uh, uh, for and, ge uh, yeah I, along with a magic witchcraft and religion class i found fun classes to make those ge requirements work That's... i found the best classes okay uh 
but I, it was it's a short book it's like only like 100 pages but it's like all of the the verbal stories that passed on for thousands of years about all the gods from from norse mythology good like, put down and stuff like that uh i mean also a neil gaiman adaptation of it which is fun huh but there's so much dumb shit oh yeah it, like, well most of it's odin odin's like the worst person imaginable there's a lot of odin <laughs> being bullshit there's a lot of there's a lot of loki being confusing well loki and is, just a lot yeah. of scenes that just like all their stories i can't tell what moral they're trying to tell half the time or why they're do- <clears throat> why they're doing what they're doing or what anyone what the stories are supposed to be for paranoia it sounds like somebody just wrote a campfire story when they were bored half the time yes like like do you know about sleep near yeah which somehow doesn't come up in the thor movies which is that uh thor had a horse and loki was like i'm a trickster and i do things for no reason and i'm gonna fuck this horse yeah so he turns into a mare and gets fucked by thor's horse and gives birth to an eight-legged horse named sleep near and that's just a horse that exists now in their in their stories and and that's the end. Like, yeah. that's the whole story. It's like Loki didn't seem to have a master plan behind this. Nope. He just slept with Thor's horse as a mare to give birth to Spider-Horse. <laughs> and I kind of want to see Marvel's sleep near, even if they skip retcon the if they don't talk about the history of it or anything. Just because I'm like, I want to see that animated. How do you get eight, or eight legs on a horse and try to make that biology work? Does it get longer? Or do the horse, does it, do the... I think the horse just walks like a spider. Does he have four legs, but then at the at the knee they become double legs like near the bottom like how, what is this fantasy horse how do you draw it in a way where like it's one thing to draw it in bullshit 2d where yeah. you can make anything work because 2d as shown by like escher and shit can just be full bullshit and it doesn't matter yeah but like how do you do like 3d fully articulated muscles below below beneath the skin like this biology works for animation i think 3d s- sleep near i want to see that i think you split it at the shoulder blades are the other four legs ghost legs <laughs> <laughs> yes and no i think what it is is like so you have your shoulder and then there's just another leg coming out of that Further shoulder out or something yeah so, so instead of being a series of legs linearly you think that they has like parallel legs no i mean like it's linear like a, like a, with like a, it like a like a like a like a like a 18 wheeler truck no where they have double wheels on each side kind of yeah <laughs> kind of yeah where, so, like, the idea is that when he clops, he goes down and then down again. Yeah. So, he never stops touch. Like, you can... I think the idea is, like, you can never knock over the horse. Because the yeah. horse has so many legs, you there's, just can't. There's also the story where uh, they're just like, eh, more legs would be faster. Super horse has eight legs. That's the whole thought process. Uh, uh, there's also the one where Odin is, like, comes up to some farmer and is like, ah, you trying to work for your food. Ooh. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that, isn't that quaint? It's like, I've got a super scythe that do your job even better. It's like, oh, we want the super scythe. And he throws it in the air and they all clamor for it and it cuts all their throats somehow and they all die. And I'm like, the fuck is this? Is this like a, is this like a really weird, like 3,000 years ago parable about greed? Yeah. That they want the thing that makes their job life easier and this guy's an asshole for no reason? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like yeah ragnarok is always just this idea that like the rainbow bridge which is a literal physical rainbow bridge will be broken and the frost trolls will invade asgard which i'm always like that's a weird sequence well you think they'd invade over the bridge why did they break the bridge specifically and then the invasion happens like i like i even then like in the lore i'm like i don't understand what the rainbow bridge does I thought ragnarok- why breaking it makes it easier to invade <laughs> yeah i ragnarok was explicitly like the frost giants will attack, the rainbow bridge, bridge, bridge will be destroyed, and Asgard will fall. 
It's like that's that's their end of the world scenario on their Yggdrasil world, which all of this is somehow on a world tree, which is hard yeah. to think about because <laughs> yeah. that's Yggdrasil. It's really even after you read the stories, it's really hard to figure out what, I, how but I this stuff the works. Frost trolls weren't following the bridge. I thought they just come from behind. I don't know because there's mountains. I genuinely behind, don't know. And I it's think just, that's where the they back-to-back from. phrases are the frost are about the frost troll invasion and the shattering of the rainbow bridge. And it always kind of sounds like they break the bridge first, almost like it's a barrier. And I'm like, do they know what bridges are? They could use the bridge to invade. I don't know why they're breaking the bridge. And it's not really articulated where the bridge is or what it does. Like, in the Thor movie, you're at least like, okay, that the, the Rainbow Bridge is this bridge that connects us Asgard to the teleport building. Yeah. Which, even then, I'm like, why is there a giant bridge to this teleport building? But it's really just like, whatever. They they wanted to put the Rainbow Bridge in because that's, that's part of Asgard. So they just yeah. came up with a place to put it. Which at least they made a place to put it, and it looks like a crazy light show rainbow bridge. So kudos for coming up with that. What the fuck a rainbow bridge even is? <laughs> but yeah, this we kind of went on a tangent again, but that's fun. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll have to find you what the name of the, the one I what the one I was that I read because that that is full of just baffling stories. Yeah, I read a couple of them, and I was just like, it's yeah, I don't mess. even know how people tolerated Odin for so long. It's like he's just he's literally a monster. It's it's <laughs> especially weird because you're, you're used to like. You're used to like Christianity and Judaism and other stuff where like they're ex- they're extensively more like moral tale based. Yeah. And you got to like older like religious stuff. They're more about like, calling a society. The older stuff is so much harder to even figure out like what role the story had in their society and why it was told so much. Like is it just a funny story about the time that he slept with the horse? Like I, like, I literally can't tell. I, there, I mean there has to be some kind of weird cultural significance to it kind of like when you go to like if you look at egypt stuff and you're like i don't know why the fuck it's like an anti-morality tale like don't sleep with a horse or you'll give birth to a mega horse that's better than all the other horses it's like that sounds like a prophet it sounds like something that that's probably gonna increase your standing in society look i'm sure everyone's like everyone's gonna start sleeping with horses now i'm sure there was some tale about how that horse went on a rampage and almost caused ragnarok i think sleepner was just a badass in the further stories i don't think there was any problems i did get kicked out of the fact that thor throwing his hammer and being able to call back to him is just was just always there all the way down to it being like a weird short-handled hammer and everything like that. And the fact that he can call it back to him when he throws it. Like, that's all in the original stories. Yeah. Like, in- incredibly long ago, it's like the original superhero in some ways. And that he has a weird power and stuff. As opposed to just being a deity. Yeah. <clears throat> but the, but each story can't tell whether a character is Odin or, or Thor half the time either. Oh, they, yeah. The two of them are mixed up regularly. Yes. Like, the father and son, but also confused with each other in, like, a weird Jesus sort of way. Like, but I can't tell if it's intentional or they just can't remember who the characters were. <clears throat> I assume that they're, because it's vocal retellings for so long, they just kept mixing the two up. It's just vocal retellings, They just yeah. fuck up. Like, yeah, and it was... Uh, Thor. Sure. Sif, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and there's Fenrir, which is the most confusing story. There's just a giant wolf, and they bound him in chains... And they're like, uh, and but they're like, he's like, in case I can't break out of these chains, put your put your hand in my mouth so I can bite it if I can't get out of the chains. And then he can't get out of the chains, so he bites the guy's hand off. And I'm like, that was a weird. Ha- I feel like it'd be really hard to actually convince anyone to, into any part of this story. Like, why was he getting? Why was he volunteering to be tied up for any reason? Just so he could prove that he could break out of them. But then, if it's so prideful about him being able to break out, then why is he having a, an insurance policy of killing somebody or wounding somebody permanently if he can't break out of this thing? But I'm like, I, 
I can't process any from any angle why the story exists or why any of the characters did what they did. Look, man. Uh, and that's the only story about Fenrir, the giant wolf. Yeah. Which showed up in Ragnarok. Yeah, it did. There's like, here's a giant wolf. No chains involved. Whatever. It's yeah. the only thing he does, but fuck it, there's a giant wolf. There's a giant wolf. That back, Thor like, just kind of like punches into... Was it back from the dead? Oh, it gets punched off of Asgard because yeah, Asgard's was, a flat earth society planet. Yeah. But it was back... <laughs> yeah, it was back from the dead. She resurrected or she brought it back from hell. But so I guess it was just chained for so long that it died or something. Uh, sure. I don't know. It's real, like it's perfect comic book fodder because those their stories are. Well, I mean, the comics definitely don't follow follow like the Norse mythology that closely. But it's the perfect source material because you can't adapt it correctly anyway. Yeah, (laughs) like you can't. There's no. Yeah, you can't figure out. Like I, you can tell that they were retold for so many years nonsensically because of how the story has mutated beyond any recognition, and you can't tell what they were going for with that. Yeah. Well, it also didn't help that like. Uh, most, uh, what is it, Monty? Polytheism? Is that when you have multiple gods? Sure, yeah. I think it's polytheism? Okay. Most polytheistic religions didn't really have that much, like, longevity to them. There's, like, an Adam's family set, I mean, uh... No, shit. That doesn't even work. I was trying to compare it to the the family that has the grid of people. Oh. And I said Adam's uh, family. Yeah. Because I can't think of their name anymore. It's it's weird because it's like, because uh, all of those kind of religions, because they weren't. I think they had longevity. It's just it's well, so no, much I'm, older now. I mean, like they didn't have any long like long term in, in the sense of like being written down, carried on from place to place. Because like Christianity was like, let's build temples everywhere and tell this story. We're like norse mythology didn't have temples everywhere they didn't tell the story to rome rome was like we don't care and like they couldn't talk to the greeks the greeks like we already got gods we don't need more and it's like everyone kind of was already well to to some extent more modern religions also were actively hostile to older religions and like tore them down that's yeah that's that's what i'm saying even if they exist even if stuff existed it'd be destroyed and declared pagan or repurposed and stuff like that yeah which of course there's the whole thing where like a lot of Modern religions have entire holidays and mythologies that are just like pagan holidays. They're, they're yeah, they're just reboots. Yeah, they're like Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe reboots of old well, of old religious practices. I wouldn't say they're Marvel Cinematic reboots. I would say they're like spitefully neener neener neener. It's ours now. Yeah, it's just it's like stuff where like old, like like it's Christmas. Like, it's like when you look at Jesus and his birthday and re- and rebirth and all the other things involved with his all the dates that are around Jesus were just dates that already were in use for other reasons that yeah. became Jesus days. Yeah, this whole thing. Well, yeah, because pagans were using a weird it. spoiler cast of Infinity War. <laughs> In any case, it's uh, really hard to stay on topic of Infinity War. Apparently, well, because Infinity War is so close to weird topics that are fun to talk about. It does also have like a, a kind of a trouble staying on task sometimes. Yeah. So Thor, I mean, Hulk gets punted to Earth. Jesus, we're still there. Yeah. Yeah. So the Hulk second goes, scene of the movie. Hulk goes back to Earth. Thor. Okay. We're only an hour in. Thor blows up with the ship because the ship just blows up. Yeah. Um, and then and we, here, here we, we get the beginning of and then what we get the a cutaway. the movie is, yeah. which is getting characters that we've wanted to have together, together. have fun together. Yeah. So we're like, yes, Iron Man and Doctor Strange, let's do this. They didn't have the Beard Brothers conversation. No. That, that didn't happen, which I was kind of hoping. 
Because I, I, I've seen that comic. There wasn't a lot I've of... Seen, I've seen the Beard yeah. Bros comic, and I'm like, yes. I'm sure that was like a cut scene But like their interactions were great. Him's like, like, are you... Like, like are you... I like, are you saying that? It's like, are you leaning on the fucking pot of eternity or whatever the fuck he yeah. said? He's like slapping him. Get off it. Stop it. <laughs> I think his cloak slaps him. <laughs> there's great... There's great interactions there, and that's... That's been the strength of the series as a whole, generally, is just those kinds of interactions. Yeah. Which is why the Guardians movies in particular are a highlight for me in particular, is because that's like just they have their own cast of characters without having to do a crossover for it to happen. Yeah. But here we have, like, in this movie, we have Thor and Rocket, and we have... Thor, Rocket, and Groot. Yeah. And we have, which, Groot, which Groot is Groot, a teenager now? Groot barely matters in this movie. Uh, no, he doesn't. But uh, in this one, we have... Tree. Uh, <laughs> In this one, we have Iron, yeah, we have Iron Man and Doctor Strange together, and like there's really good dynamics throughout the movie that make it work for me. Uh, but when I talk about character motivation moments, like I had that one with the Heimdall, where I'm like, that might have not been the best person to teleport, but okay. But yeah, you, yeah, you, the, t- the Tesseract lineup uh, timeline doesn't line up. Yeah, which is hard to keep straight in your head sometimes because so much happens in this movie, and even uh, in the beginning, a lot starts happening quick. Where you're like, "Yeah, oh, I guess the ship's gone. Oh, I guess Thanos is here. So, oh, I guess yeah. he's gonna kill Loki." He, like he, what? He splits up and tells all those people to go after different Infinity Stones right now. Basically, yeah, uh, they go after the Time Stone. And <laughs> by forward. the way, like go split up. Everyone go to Earth. Let's split <laughs> like, up, gang. But different parts of Earth. Yeah, but it's like all of, a lot of, why lot of Infinity Stones. Why do we put all of them on Earth? What the fuck is wrong with There's us? There's only two on on Earth. There's well. Technically, yeah. There's time and vision. Yeah, time and which is well, time goes life? to him. What time goes to Thanos? Yeah, but I mean, like they, they say, yeah. like there's two, there's two Infinity Stones on Earth. Go get yeah. them, and they're they're vision, yeah, it's just time and, vision and, and Doctor Strange yeah. have them. Yes, which I forgot. Doctor Strange had an Infinity Stone. <laughs> I completely forgot. Well, yeah, it wasn't. Talked I was so focused. Wasn't on really this, talked about much. I was so focused on all the magic shit happening and all the other relics that it, I just. I didn't even absorb that he had the the time stone because yeah. those are just so un, they're really underplayed for how important they are for the the ten year cycle of of, of Avengers. But uh, so we start getting introduced to how this game this 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 movie's way of handling, handling villains, which is interesting. Which is that they they have a surprisingly large cast of just villains that come out of nowhere that are all Thanos' Thanos's children that, yes. that are basically the equivalent of Gamora and, and Nebula. Well, they're all the children of Thanos. And they do a pretty good job of having them all have, like, a particular aesthetic and personality just so you can remember them. So that yeah. when the same one shows up half an hour later, you're like, that's the same one. Like, that, which is the bare minimum you need for that. Yeah. And some of them are just fun. Like, the creepy conniving guy is, like, he's actually... As a, he floats around throwing shit at he's people? A, he's a particularly fun one in the scenes he's in. I'm like, all right, cool. He kind of works as a villain better than yeah. the actual main villains of some of the other movies. Yeah. Like Christopher Eccleston's Dark Elf. Well... Who's the Dark Elf. <laughs> And you can't tell yeah. it's Christopher Eccleston, and he doesn't speak. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, well, I mean, he's there's a lot of personality in some, but a lot of them that were just like, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, the there's all the bulky ones, all the yeah. bulky heavy ones. Even the girl, the girl is just like, yeah, whatever the fuck, yeah, lady. There's like two or three like heavies where I literally can't tell if they're the same one or different there's ones. Two different ones, but and they're they just never, look them, the same. None of them speak or do anything. No. So they don't have personalities. They're one just, just goes to Antarctica. They're just the heavy guy that gets beat up by the heavy one. Yeah. Yeah, the one guy gets dumped in Anarcha, and we never hear. I would, would never know if he gets picked up. Later. He's dead. Is he dead or is he in Wakanda? No, he's dead. Does he show up? No, I don't that's know a, if they got him from No, because remember his arm was gone. 
Was his arm gone? When they threw him to Antarctica, they oh, he cut- came back. He tried to go back to the portal, and his arm yeah. came off. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but then and then she, the lady was like, "Well, I'll get you back for killing." Our-. I was like, "He's dead." Yeah, I was like, "Wait, when did he die? Did he die in Antarctica?" Jesus, he froze to death. I was like, yeah. "What is off-screen death?" Like, kind of. I mean, that's kind of important. Doctor Strange is like murdered a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't but that? But like that action scene with the 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 sorcerers or magicians or whatever. What do you, what are they, the 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 mystics the mystics is fine wizards but immediately i have the weird question of like uh character motivation like there was the heimdall one which we kind of explained but here i'm like the fight ends and like banner is all like i'm gonna make a call and it's but it's like the other guy's like has can make time and space portals well he can make teleportation portals and I'm anywhere, like banner yeah. hop in <laughs> He like, didn't even ask. That guy no, didn't even offer. No. Banner's just like, I'm going to make a call. And I'm like, don't you got to go somewhere? Aren't you in New York where none of this movie is going to take place? So, like, you're going to go somewhere. Go with him. Because he's just going to, like, I've got to defend this place because it's undefended, which is fine. But, like, he can make a portal for Banner, right? Yeah. Like, there's no reason not to. Well, but it's Ban- also the most basic spell. And Remember? Like, that was the first spell Doctor Strange learned was how to open yeah. a fucking portal. And, like, Banner... Like, but, like... And I, I don't even put it on the other guy. Like, Banner just does not express interest in this very obvious Banner tool Banner doesn't he can know. Use. He's looking through a portal. But I'm saying he doesn't know the extent of this. He doesn't know if, like, all but of like, them can just they do all, this shit. No, but they all did portals to teleport people around, I think. And, like... Well, what's like, his face mo- in it? Most importantly, right in front of them... Right in front of him, right now, he's talking to uh, Doctor Strange's second through a portal. Is he? I thought the guy. I thought the guy just walked away. No, he literally is like the thingy thingy is undefended. I must do that, which is his exp- the explanation of why he's not in the rest of the movie. Yeah, is he's got a cover for Doctor Strange while he's gone, and so he's in. He's literally standing in Doctor Strange's like lobby oh. through a portal while Banner's in the street, and he's like, "I'm going to make a call," and then and then he closes the portal. I'm like, Banner, he makes portals. He can take you to Captain America. You can literally be like, Captain America, what street are you on? And then you're, <laughs> and then you're, and then you're there. And then they can teleport all of you to Wakanda. And then you're just gonna, you could be in Wakanda five minutes into this movie, and also probably rescue Vision from the attack that's about to happen. Yeah, and all without that guy actually having to leave his post because he just had, he could just be a quick transit for a couple people, and then he's out of the movie. And I'm like. What are you doing? Well, like, I, it doesn't build the suspense of like these are wanted criminals. But instead, and blah, they just blah, blah, teleport blah. off camera. They just magically get around anyway because they're they're like in Ireland, I think, and or Scotland, and then they're just suddenly in Africa. No, they take a jet. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, you have magic portal man. Isn't this aren't, isn't this a race against time? It's this whole movie yeah. is a race against time, and they don't use magic portal man in any capacity. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you establish? Well, I think this? once the portal closes, it's kind of hard to get back in contact with him. Yeah, but like he had a moment, like he specifically, like the guy was, he was polite. He did not just like peace out. He was a little like, I, like I must defend this thing because it's undefended. What are you going to do? Is a little question he asks. Yeah, and then his one, and he does the dumb one letter of like, I gotta make a call. I'm like, banner. He's literally offering, uh, like, he's literally following up on yeah. what's going to happen next with you. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. It, like, that was actually one of them. That, that might be the single most frustrating, weird, minor moment in the entire movie for me was just like, portals. Use the portals. It's what's wrong with you. It's a very handy tool. It's a yeah. really good tool to teleport. Yeah. It's, it's one of the most broken. Thanos, use it. <laughs> it's like one of the most broken powers that never gets used in movies and comics yeah. and everything. But just in general, it, it is. yeah, it's just like it's such an abusable power. I was I was so. Mm. 
Yeah, so then they basically get the gang back together, more well, or less. Well, well, the next scene, I think, is uh, the, the attack on Vision. Yes. Which is they're specifically setting up that Scarlet Witch and Vision are together now, and they care about each other, which was kind of hinted at in Civil War. Also, I do, did they he were, have they were a, spending together in Civil War, right? Did he have a human no, skin that's new. feature? Okay. That's something that's been... It's been two years. So yeah. you can say they, they developed that in the meantime. That's, well, that's fine. I just was, like, caught off guard by that. In particular, because... Uh, yeah, I don't remember him being human in, in Civil War. Because I was point. confused. I was like, who is this guy? Why oh, you, is this? Do you not recognize him? No. Oh, I, I know the actor. So oh, like, yeah, sure. I, I don't know the actor. I was just like, what's happening? Oh. Why is Scarlet Witch with some weird ass looking Willem Dafoe wannabe? For me, it's like the kind of fast forward through the explanation of what's going on here. And it's easy to just accept the movie and not think about it. But if you're thinking about it, you're like, you're trying to think of like, okay, this was the breakdown of who was on what, what team in Civil War. Like, what's going on? Because that's not technically resolved still. No. Uh, and then you realize, like, wait, Captain America, most memorable as being the one who was anti-Iron Man, as, like, that's the most obvious split you can yeah. remember. And then you're like, wait, but Vision was with Iron Man, but he's with Scarlet Witch and, and Captain America here. And you start, re- they, they only hint at it really briefly in a scene, but apparently there's, like, a shared custody thing going on here where Vision goes back and forth. Because he's supposed to be with iron man and under their care but he goes on trips where i guess he and scarlet witch steals ti- steal time to be off together yeah. separate from these two factions or something which is they're basically the romeo up. and juliet of this civil war yeah except neither of them are doing anything if they're caught or because like it's not the it's without the risk of civil of uh of also, romeo and juliet. They're both dead now but are they y- yes or one of them is more of a question mark than the other one specifically <laughs> No. Well, they're both literally dead. They're both but I mean, are they dead? Dead. dead yeah. Like, Story wise, is yes. the question. So you can't reverse time that way. I think I. Well, we'll get to that when we get to the ending. But uh, you can reverse what Thanos has done in terms of like the Infinity Stones, but you can't bring back the dead. I think everyone who died is coming back. I do not think so. But I think only the people who died from dusting are coming yes. back. Yes. Which is Scarlet Witch. Did she die from dusting? Yeah. Oh, she I thought was she crying over Vision's body and then dis- then disappeared. Oh, I thought she just died. No, I she, thought Thanos. She's got kind. Of, she's got no. Thanos was like, yeah, I, I feel this too. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bro, Thanos. So she yeah. was, I was like, I feel you. He was having one of his daddy empathy moments there, and because uh, Scarlet Witch did the big sacrifice, and then is like, by the way, J.K. <laughs> and then she dies from the next thing that happens. Like, well, fuck, she could not get a break. Yeah. But uh, I, I actually, I actually like what they did with Scar- with Scarlet Witch throughout the three movies she's in. Sure, like, I like, like I like. I think they did an all right char- job with her character in general. There was a weird problem where it was too obvious that her brother was not important when he died. Yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, there's a Quicksilver in this movie, I guess, and then he dies. I'm like, what was his personality? Like it was weird how much like they clearly gave way more focus to Scarlet Witch than Quicksilver. Yeah. In, uh, in in Age of Ultron, but she's a she's a good she has a good role in each movie, and she's actually, I think one of the reasons I have trouble seeing the point of the Hulk at times is because of the movies of the characters that only exist in the movies that where they don't have their own movie, mm-hmm. like Hawkeye and Black Widow and the Hulk and uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is the one that gets the most important roles in each movie. Yeah, she tends to have like, um, like she has a role. she has a role as a kind of villain in Ultron, but then in Civil War she sets off the entire movie happening, and then she's the central emotional struggle of of uh, Infinity War and is the core of the climax of the movie. 
Yeah. So it's like at that point, I'm like, and Hulk's here. The same way that I'm like, and Scarlet, I mean, and Black Widow is here. All these people that have colored, what's two word names that were the first one as a color are fucking with me. Yeah. Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, and Black Panther. I'm like, I start mixing them together. Yeah. It's more. Red Lightning, Green Arrow. <laughs> it's more confusing to me because, like, there's a lot of stuff that isn't touched on either. Um, they, like, really quickly pass over the fact that, like, the Avengers just sent Hulk into space. No. Hulk left. Bruce Banner left, you mean? Yeah. Uh, Did he leave? Because he acted like... Do you remember when he went to space? Because that was definitely, like, that was, like, Bruce Banner, like, I can't control myself. I I love you, Black Widow, but I'm leaving. And he just flew off in a jet into space, and then he shows up in Ragnarok. How come he acted like he, he did He pieced out on his own. I thought he and acted no, like he Nobody else was like, that. get out of here, Hulk. What? He, he, to... he remembered that. Did he? It was very intentional. That was the, There was even, like, the whole, like, I'm back, and then there was, like, the awkward silence between him and Scarlet Witch. Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow, because they, like, he just left her. Because of the whole struggle they have. Right. It was, uh... I guess it's it hard to Age remember. of Ultron, right? Where Age of Ultron sets up, like, he... That sets up the bond between between Hulk and Black Widow. Because uh, Hulk has his rage moments. And then Black Widow has the, is the one person that can kind of, like, lull him out of it when it's yeah. time to stop. Because the fighting is over. Yeah. And, like, that's the only hint of control he has. And then, of course, he's afraid of hurting her. Because in Avengers, that was the big traumatizing attack that happened between those two. Was when he, like went after her on the jet right on the on the super jet that where the firefly scenes happen where everyone just talk, talks for an hour yeah uh and so like that's like he's afraid of hurting her so he leaves and then rages out for years on on in the and where the ragnarok took place and sort of becomes more in tune with how he works and figures that out and then does space where he can hold her people he doesn't care about i guess was the idea well he just lets the hulk take over and he just kind of side I'm more amazed that Bruce Banner, a normal Earthling man, just hops in a jet and just flies into space and just finds civilization, I guess. Well, it's not like it's unknown. It kind of is. Even for modern Marvel, like normal human beings can't don't really know how to find aliens. Uh, they have connections. Especially non-Asgard aliens. Well, yeah, that's... You might think tough. of a comic reason, but there's no movie reason that where, like, Banner <laughs> just hops in a jet and then finds alien civilization. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah. I assume that alien civilization found him. Like, oh, this guy's a good trophy and got him. But I'm like, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... You think it'd take years and years of space exploration to even find well, anyone in space. I mean... But he, like... I, I can only assume he literally left space... Like he left he left Earth orbit and then just got scooped up by a, a thing immediately. It's like, aha, we got you now. Like... Was, no, honestly, what, uh, what ended up happening was he just landed on, a, like, a junker planet. And he got collected. But even then, like, he couldn't... They don't have FTL. Who? Humans. No. How did he get to a Junker planet? I don't know what the planet was. I'm sitting here like, it takes years and years to get to, like, Mars. <laughs> in, in human technology terms. Well, I they mean... They don't so have FTL. I'm like, they, they he must have, have been scooped up in the... In our solar system, he must have just gotten scooped up by someone that was like, ha I got... My uh, my Hulk senses were tangling, and I got this superhero in my pocket now. Maybe. Like that... I, yeah, it's, it's never explained, so I don't know. They just skip over yeah. it. People people forget why he's even in space. <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly did. Yeah, that's why I had to explain that. The, uh... It's like, they, there's, that, that was acknowledged in the movie. He comes okay. back, and they're like, oh, shit. 
like there's like the silence of like Banner being back because he specifically left all of them. Yeah. And there's the, that's the only that's basically the only scene Black Widow has in the movie. Yes. This is the awkward silence scene, and then one scene where she's kicking some dudes later. Yeah, it's everybody gets an action scene, <laughs> but yeah, and so then he gets the gang back together. Mm-hmm. They all go and meet what's his face War Machine, who's a cripple now. Yeah, because he got shot. He got a uh, he can't walk anymore. Or, or he's he's not fully paralyzed, but he was going through physical therapy after what happened at the end of Civil War. Yeah, when Vision shot him, because that was the thing. Is Vision right. was the person who cripples uh, uh, War Machine during like the final chase at the end of yeah. the entire scene, and uh, that's like yeah, he, that's that's War Machine's one scene. Just like how Black Widow gets one scene, War Machine gets one scene, which is that one where he's yeah. like, "Here's where I am since Civil War. I'm going to be in this conflict now." That's a court martial, and it's just just. He's the central figure of uh, of explaining, we don't give a fuck about the Civil War now because this is too important. Yeah. And that's the last time he speaks, basically. <laughs> Later on, you'll see Falcon and War Machine doing bombing runs over the war. Yeah. Scene. You're like, oh, yeah, they're still here. All right. That's, that's one of the ways they were able to manage uh, the sheer number of characters in this movie is that they decided the only characters that matter are the original Avengers, uh, Guardians... And Doctor Strange. And Iron Man. That's the original Avengers. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. So there's... Right. There, there's the, not even, but it's not even the original Avengers. Four of the original Avengers. Yeah, four of the original Avengers. Doctor Strange and Guardians <laughs> are the only people that matter. Yeah. Which, to be fair, one of the Guardians is literally Thanos' daughter. But yeah, it's an Avengers movie where ne- Nebula is more important than most of the Avengers characters. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting thing to absorb. Yeah, so then they get the gang back together, then they fly... To Wakanda? Where they're going to try to save Vision's life by removing the stone from his being? Yes. Meanwhile, while this is all happening, Thor is hanging out with the Guardians. Poor Vision was literally just created as a plot device to die. Well, it was all an accident. His entire life, from beginning to end, it was just like, just the story of a person that's just created to be a plot device and then dies as a plot device. And they just try to give him a romance in the middle so we care about him. It's like, man, you got a fucking horrible, horrible take in this whole, like, drawing straws of what Avenger you get to be. I mean, at least he got to find love before he died. Not yeah. many people have that chance. It's like, holy shit. Like, what a fate to have as a character. <laughs> well, you are a machine, so I don't know what kind of, like... <laughs> Rea- like real long-term fate just, you expect to just have. Just had to make him out of an Infinity Stone, Tony. Well, they had no other energy source. Hey, I mean, that was the one thing the fucking Wakandas didn't argue about. Okay. They didn't say using the Infinity Stone was a bad idea. Ultron's a hard movie to remember. Why does Vision exist? Was he exi- was he was he literally an accident that happened on accident, or was he created to sol- to solve a problem? He was, I think, I'm pretty sure he was created to solve the problem of Ultron. Was he made literally to beat Ultron? Yes. And then he beat Ultron. And they just used the Infinity basically. Stone to power him because yeah. they didn't have anything else. I did like the line of dialogue, like you lost another super robot because immediately, like they like they, they reveal that Vision turned off his tracker. It's like yeah. Tony, you gotta get a, you gotta get a handle on things. Well, you keep making these AI robots, and then they just keep getting away. He made two, and also, what are you gonna he do? He has a zero percent success rate on being able to keep track of them. Well, and I in mean, both cases, it's been a big deal. What are you gonna do when it's a robot? It Don't, can just write code to turn it off at some point. Stop. Then it's not sentient. Like it, it he also couldn't keep Jarvis safe, so he lost Jarvis. Like he can't even. He has a terrible success rate with these AI. They're all fun. I mean, he kept Jarvis safe for three movies. It's good enough. It's like 
We, we were able to witness approximately six hours of Jarvis being okay. That's a good parenting. Yeah, good job. <laughs> he did it. He did it. He, and, he, and he raised Jarvis on a good pop culture diet of suicidal tendencies. All I wanted was a Pepsi and she wouldn't give it to me. I still remember that scene. I mean, do you, do you remember that? Yeah. The one time that just the camera just comes down into Tony's office or uh, workshop in like the second movie, and they're just playing that song. Yeah. The I mean, Iron Man's doing a good job of raising Spider Man. Oh boy. Oh boy, that whole can of worms. So, which but speaking of uh, undercutting endings of previous movies. We have the Ragnarok being undercut by everyone that the, that was rescued dies anyway. And yeah. home is where the heart is. JK, you know where your heart is, is, is impaled by sword. Uh, and then Spider-Man like turns away from super suit and then gets super suit immediately in his next movie. Yeah. He's in. Well, he has to, otherwise against, he'd die from space because he's an idiot. Yeah. He like held onto a rocket going on, going into space. And he's like, oh yeah, I guess that's why I can't breathe so good. I couldn't help but feel like it was Tony's fault that Spider-Man came with him. No. Because, like... The super suit was supposed to be a padding, so that way he could fly back to Earth and take the impact. Like he... I... 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 I am sure that Tony has, like, a... Like, a Fulton, uh... Retrieval device of some kind. Like, in Metal Gear Solid Five. I don't you, think where so. You, where you can just snatch a dude. Like, I, I'm sure he can... Has that kind of technology without literally making an entire super suit, like, in, in that process. You're just enabling him at that point. Like, they basically just made it happen. Well, I mean, it would have been smarter if he had thrown the super suit on him and then remote control told it, told it to fly himself yeah, he back. He really just let Spider-Man come with him, basically. Well, negligence. more than Mary or whatever. I don't, <laughs> but I, it's okay. He's a super genius. He thinks of everything except for how to not have the child come with you. Well, he's not a super genius. He's just, a, he's a super engineer. He's not a genius to any capacity. I mean, don't mistake that. Like, Iron Man isn't even in the top ten of smartest people in Marvel. Nope. He's just a doer. He's a really... No, he's a... He's he, just a doer. He's an amazing engineer. Yeah. That's his only trait. He's not anything special. Like... I mean, he's definitely something special. He, well, you know what I mean. Like, comparatively... He is, a, he is like, basically a genius with the shit he's doing. Well, I'm saying, like, Bruce Banner is a, like, scientific genius. He's not just only gamma radiation. He's really great at, like, all science. Like, yeah, yeah. Iron Man's only good at making robots. Like, I never would have assumed that Bruce Banner was only an expert in gamma radiation. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that, like, I, I was like saying Peter Parker's only an expert in spiders. Well, t- Tony Stark is only an expert in machines. <laughs> That's a really wide thing. It also involved AI, apparently, so it's even going further. Well, it required Bruce Banner to be there to help him make the AI. But he, he already had Jarvis. Well, that's not... That's still high-level shit. Well, yeah. yeah. Nope, people can't make Jarvis now. Yeah, they... Watson exists, you fool! What's Watson? Watson is Jarvis. What's Watson? Watson is a, is a self... Well, not self-aware, but it's a... Um, it's an AI designed by IBM. It, it played Jeopardy and beat humans at Jeopardy. <laughs> that doesn't sound like an AI thing, though. It, it, yeah. That sounds like information recall. Well, some of it is information. That's like well, saying, for the Jeopardy thing, was, I feel like that's like the the, uh, the encyclopedia equivalent of beating somebody at chess. Well, I mean, the well, here's the thing. Well, the Jeopardy it's a thing complicated response system, but I don't know if that's an AI. No, the Jeopardy thing was in its infancy of Watson. It was just to it was an it was a publicity stunt to gain funding to make yeah. better Watson. Anyways, which, which all the more reason is why Watson now the, is the different. fact that you have one example. The, the, like uh, you literally have an example of what you're talking you about. You have an example that, for fucking the movie. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what <laughs> highlights that he's next level shit is that he made that. Well, yeah, the guy in Marvel, the guy that makes Watson, is a genius. 
Well, that's. But I mean, I'm that's saying not like. Well, well, that's just. He's just good. At, he's just a good at engineer. He's just good at what he does. It's no big deal. Well, the catalog. Like, well, he'd be like, fucking, he made an AI. It's crazy. Look at this shit. It's opening I mean, doors now. Yeah, I guess the the term I'm saying <laughs> they're is opening like, doors for each other. The robots are polite. <laughs> I'm saying like the the in terms of uh like broad spectrum genius is saying like I'm a genius in the facet of just knowledge. Tony is well, not. I, just, I think you're applying it to a stra- uh, a standard of like. Somebody was arbitrarily written as being the mega ultra super genius of all the time in space. Therefore, nobody else is good by comparison. Well, no, there are people who have uh, specific skill sets, but there are people who are genuinely geniuses in all facets. Like there is there's a kid that like continue. He's like the second smartest person in the Marvel Universe and he has to eat every like every second of his life. They made, they made L. Kinda. They made L down to the sweets and everything that helped him yeah. concentrate. Well, it's not just sweets. He just time. has to eat food. Yeah, but and like it they ha- has to yeah. power his brain. Yeah, right? because they made, yeah. they made L. Yeah. Which one came um, first? Which one came, was it? L was it L that came first? I think did, L, they, did they literally put L in I think the they, Marvel universe? I think, yeah, I think they literally ripped off L. The second smartest character in all of Marvel. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Ooh, a, we're cracking the code today. But he's like a genius in every facet. Like he's he's basically he knows. I'm guessing he hasn't shown up in the movies in any way. He will never show up in the movies. Is he not even important in the Marvel? No, movies? we just his existence. They showed, just wanted to make a smart guy. Well, no, he existed in. Uh, I think his first appearance was World War Hulk. I think well, it, well, we're past that apparently. Yeah, we're all we're, we're way yeah. it's all over. We're way past um, World, World World War Hulk at this point. Yeah. So the yeah the kid's not going to show. Up. I mean, Mister Fantastic doesn't even exist in this universe. So that's no. probably for the better. Better. No, it's not. Really. Man, I don't like the Fantastic Four as a concept or as characters. <laughs> uh, Mister Fantastic's great because he's a terrible person. <laughs> like when we lose the X Men, I'm like, oh fuck. There's actually some good ones in there. But when I, when we lose the Fantastic Four, I'm like. I don't know. A Fantastic Four fought some cool people. Like Mask Man and Mask Man. Like Scarlet Witch. And Mask Man. Who was a bad person. And Mask Man. And Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch was bad for like 10 minutes. Uh, no. Scarlet Witch <laughs> literally like possessed darkness and no, almost I, I, destroyed the, movie, the planet. I was, I was, I was oh, saying in the movie. The yeah. I'm like, hey, Scarlet Witch was bad for like 10 minutes until she wasn't. Yeah. Scarlet Witch was like actually a problem in the Marvel Universe. Like wasn't, she was legitimately a problem. she and Quicksilver were both in jail in the movie? For being mutants, essentially. Yes. And then Ultimate was like, I could use these. And that's basically how they ended the story. Yeah. And they're like, you're going too far. And then that was basically it. Like, yeah. we don't want to work for you anymore. Because you're attacking a Russian city, I think. Because basically yeah. what happened. Yeah. Uh, I think because he was just like, senselessly slaughtering people. And they're like, whoa, we have like a method to this. So like pro tip for uh, villains when you're recruiting people is make sure that your RPG party has like motivations to be in your party or they'll leave. I mean, they it, made the cla- they made the classic Dragon Age mistake where they lose maximum number of people. Yeah, <laughs> over the course of it. I, technically, if you're a villain, you don't have to worry if you're a stronger villain than the henchman that you carry, which Ultron was. And but he just didn't kill them when they left. He just didn't care. I find it interesting how often the "Why are we working for this guy?" plot point is being coming up, is coming up in the Marvel universe. Yeah, like that's what happened to Yondu. Like, everyone's like, why are we working for this guy? Like, yeah, yeah. And then they just took out Yondu. And yeah. then, like, and then like all the Ultron people are like, why are we working for this guy? He's fucking crazy. And that just keeps happening. Yeah. No one does that to Thanos, though. Scarlet Witch is supposed to be... Our, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are both Magneto's children. Correct. Which is where this gets even more confusing because there's no Magneto in yeah. this universe. Wonder what happened to that. So now they're just... Ian McCollin, where are you? So now they're just, like, vaguely Russian people that show up in a prison one day. Hey! 
Because they can't show Magneto anywhere. Well, technically they can now. Which makes them Jewish. Remember, they have the X-Men now. They do, but it's too, that was too late for some of these characters. Well, I mean, I mean they, could re- they could retroactively establish her parentage, I guess. I like for- Magneto just shows up to the Infinity War and he's like, my daughter, I'm here to help. I mean, <laughs> well, not now. Now they have to come bring her back to life first. Well, and, yeah. the, and after dying and coming back to life and losing love of your life, I feel like finding out your dad is just kind of like a low impact thing at that point. <laughs> Fun fact. It actually would have been incredibly easy to win the Infinity War if uh, Magneto was there so he could just steal the, steal gauntlet, the gauntlet right off of his hand. Mm-hmm. That, that gauntlet's on there, apparently, because they were struggling also, for a long time to pull it off. That gauntlet was made by a giant uh, Peter Dinklage. A giant Peter Dinklage. A giant Peter. Well, no. A giant dwarf Peter Dinklage. Yeah. A giant dwarf. Yes. Yeah. So he was actually a dwarf yeah. of the giants. Yeah. Which is the worst fate you can have. Which no, is... no. Yes. No. It's not just, he's not a regular dwarf. Yes. Regular dwarves are not that big. Well, no, but that's that's our fantasy dwarves. No. But... His entire race were dwarves. Wait, what? I thought he was a dwarf of no, giants. No, he, he wasn't the dwarf. They were the dwarves. That, w- that was the dwarven planet where they're like smelting and doing dwar- dwarvy shit and stuff like that. They're all that size? It's just the space dwarves are apparently really big. Why? The reg- In Norse mythology, regular dwarves are not that big. They do what they do. <laughs> That's just where they went with this like, is that there's just a race of giants that are all dwarves. But let's, like the giants weren't even giants. No. Nope. Giants were just regular people. Yeah. Well, I don't think they even called them giants. They just call them the dwarves. Well, no, no. And the, 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 idea, dwarves and the surprise this... was that the dwarves, you're expecting like Gimli to show up and then it's like a fucking massive dude. <laughs> and they're just the dwarves. I and thought they all, was they're like, all smelters and shit like that. This is the dwarf giants. Yeah, all the dwarves are the equivalent. In this universe, it seems like all the dwarves are the equivalent of that one guy we met in An Orlando that's smelting shit. Yeah. Like that's all the dwarves. They're just hanging okay. out smelting shit and they're huge, but they're the dwarves. Which means that they have big old beards and they like to smell things and hang out underground and all that shit. Well, hang in space underground. Well, he was in a space forge that was powered by a star. You gotta yeah. come out for some things, like the star forge. They built a forge around a dying star. They built a, they built a star forge. That's what you do when you want to make mega space weapons and need infinite energies. You make a star forge. That's a that's actually a relatively common sci-fi idea. That's a that's a, that's one of the fun ones. But it shoots, I, it shoots a star laser and makes you forge shit. It's really odd that like the more I keep thinking about that, that's also another plot point I mean, that doesn't I make mean, sense. You need crazy shit like that when you start making up all these super metals that they keep making up for well, Marvel movies. Yeah, but I think it's also more confusing because dwarves are technically part of the Thor universe. I don't know if they're acknowledged in that context here, though. They are. Or at least, at least because Odin, because uh, remember, he specifically says like, "I thought Odin was going to protect us." Right? They mentioned and dwarves before. I think it's more that the dwarves are not as guardian. They're not as guardian. No, dwarves are from a different realm. But yeah. the point I'm saying is that they're from Thor's universe. Yeah, they're neighbors, which means they know about the Tesseract. Yeah. Why would you build a fucking gauntlet for a guy to harness the power of the Tesseract? You fucking idiot! Because if he's going to take the Tesseract, then you know that he's going to attack. Odin to get it, which means you're not going to have protection anymore, which means people are going to just kill the... Why do people even in this... Well, no, that, that happened in a different order. Well, no, he built the gauntlet, and then Thanos he... attacked him. No. I... You, so Thanos attacks, and he's like, I'm going to kill you all unless you make this gauntlet. And then he made the gauntlet, and they killed them all anyway. 
Yeah, so why build a gauntlet? Which, by the way, is another case of Thanos not killing half of people. Well, he, the dwarves don't count. All, he killed everyone except for Peter Dinklage, apparently. So I'm like, what's the math that he does here? Where he only establishes the half thing twice. The public that was the one public shooting, and then you know the at the end of the movie. I think it's based on whatever the need is of the time. So like, I only he need he needs to make up his mind. I only need half of the dwarves to make this when only one it dwarf really is killed, needed. Like he already has a really tenuous moral code to begin with, but the way that he keeps going back on it constantly really nullifies. The meaning of it on a regular basis. I think they just wanted to make Thanos seem like a uh, one of those kind of like those villains that are like they think they are doing good, but they're actually the bad guy. They're doing the thing where the Marvel villains that get the most the most praise are the ones that aren't just evil. They're not yeah. just like moo ha 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 kill so everyone. The really shitty villains, which are all the ones that are like I'm an evil one or I'm mad at you for reasons that might be just, but they're poorly literally Spider-Man defined. villains. Every Spider-Man villain. Well, like, there's three villains. There's the shitty villains. There's the daddy issues villains, which they've done too much now. Uh, <laughs> there, oh, wait, there's four villains. There's the there's the ones that just have nothing. Yeah. The Christopher Eccleston villains, where it's just, this is just, you barely even said why they're the villain, but whatever. I guess they're the villain. There's the, there's the daddy issues villain, which happens a lot, but in particular happened with uh, Guardians 2. Yeah. Then there's the, <laughs> we are the same you and I villains, which is like, the first Iron Man movie, there's like evil other corporation guy makes his own Iron Man suit or the Hulk movie. The bo- I think both Hulk movies had like, I'm another Hulk, but I'm yellow or I'm yeah. a cyclone or whatever the fuck that movie was. <laughs> there's just like, I'm a other Hulk, uh, which is what Black Panther did is like the, the, that had a, you are the same you and I kind of villain to an yep. extent. But uh, there's also the, the villain that has some kind of point that speaks to some kind of mistake or thing that's negative that the protagonist is kind of like a blind it's like a blind side of theirs of some sort or yeah or something that they're, they're not willing to acknowledge it's or the, not willing to do the duality of man yeah or the one or the or this villain that's like he's right about the problem but his solution involves being he he takes pride in this solution for being the one person willing to do the thing that no one else is willing to do but also they might kind of be full of shit on their solution to begin with yeah. but they're just committed to it and they're so fanatical in their rightness of their solution and and they've lost so much already in the commitment to it so far that now they have to just stick it out. Yeah. The and that's what we can call the uh uh the uh, was it the investment fallacy one <laughs> villain basically was it the uh <laughs> the one where I've already come this far so now I've got to keep going yeah. that whole fallacy. Yeah. Like, that's the other villain basically. So, like there's no turning back now. Yeah. Fallacy basically. Yeah. Which there's certainly no more turning back once he throws his daughter off a cliff. There's no more turning back once you snap your fingers and everybody is just gone. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's no turning back from that. It's pretty um but I guess uh, uh I you know what? It's kind of funny when you think about it in a hindsight where you go like okay so you spent one day collecting all the infinity stones. Great day. You got everything you wanted in mm-hmm. one day. Snap your fingers, half the plant's dead. And now what? You just go and sit on your throne for the rest of life? Yes. Or okay, that's pretty boring. He just went to some he went to some nice planet that's nice and he's like, I'm just gonna hang out here. I now. mean, he just went on a rampage. He literally went on a happily ever after. Yeah, but like He won his goal and he's like, I'm just gonna hang out here now. I won. That's it. The end. Yay. But like what do you what <laughs> he didn't even want to like rule the universe no. he just like he just wanted to kill half the population like, if i kill half the population then all populations will be better and he has a test case of like when he wiped out gamora's planet 
And then, like, now they're supposedly better off now, according to his standards, at least. Well, and so he's like, now I'll do this to everyone. They're and better off like, in well, terms of, like, and then he, economics. And then we, we, had, we had the rare case of a villain winning at what they wanted to do. So they, he's like, all right, well, that's it. I retire. <laughs> Except there's a part two, so there's that. Well, yeah, but, the retirement uh, is going to get cut short when everybody who didn't die is going to be like, and give those stones back. <laughs> like, How great were the Guardian scenes? I, I, they were I had, pretty good I had a really good time, especially with Thor meeting the Guardians. I'm like, these like whether you like the Thor movies or not, like, do you agree that Thor as a character, either with his fish out of water or his misunderstanding of people, is usually like, that's fun. Yeah. They can mind that. Thor is a fun character. So what the number one thing you want to have happen in this movie is just seeing the like Thor meet Rocket and the and the Guardians. Yeah. And it it's hard to imagine it going much better. Yeah, like, it did like go Rock, as bad as Rocket is Rabbit and Groot is Tree, and everyone's talking over him sleeping, and like Star Lord's jealous, and like even and like was it uh <laughs> Like Gamora was touching his arms. Gamora's touching him, and like, uh, what is it? Uh, not uh, shit names. Uh, Drax is like, it's like a pirate. It's like a pirate had a child with an angel. <laughs> and it's like his his muscles are like made of steel. It's like you are a boy. This is a man. <laughs> like, there's so many great lines just from that one scene they have together. And I'm like, this is everything I hoped it would be. Even once this he wakes up, it's great. Yeah, because it's just like just every part of that interaction is like this is the best part of the movie. Yeah, it's great. I want. I just want the next Guardians to movie movie to have Thor in it, like Guardians three. Especially if Gamora doesn't come back to life, uh, just put put Thor in there to round out the cast because Thor doesn't really have a home anymore anyway. Oh God, are they gonna like throw the stone back into the pit and just be like, uh, uh we want our money back and like just get, <laughs> get, Gamora, get a Gamora back? refund? Yeah, can you do that? Gamora is the uh, out of all of the deaths that happened that weren't Infinity Stone based. That's the one where I'm most like uncertain if they'll stick to it or not. She maybe she just wanted to go. It's rough because Gamora is like kind of core to the Guardians movies, and it, there is something rough about losing a character like that in not a Guardians movie. Yeah, like losing it to do it, to, losing a character that's important to an individual story during a crossover is like a brutal thing to have. Well, they happen. don't currently have any story going on though. But, but there will be a third Guardians movie. Yeah, and it's but remember be rough when it's just like yeah. Gamora died between movies. But, like, technically the first and second movie were just about, like, uh, hey, Thanos is bad. It just, it like, reminds me of... Uh, so we're dealing with it. Well, it just, it reminds me of, like, uh, what is it? Spoiler People, alert, this is Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and you just didn't know, and you're not getting a third one. <laughs> this kind of was Guardians 3. With the extent yeah. that, in some ways, just with with the fact that, like, Guardians so heavily sets up... There's just like, a lot more Guardians. There's so, yeah, there's a lot of... There's the Guardians characters, but it's also the relationships between, between these characters, and it's specifically the relationships between uh, Peter and Gamora and Nebula and Thanos. Yeah. Like, that particular series of characters. And this is the climax of that yeah, story. That's those are so in a way, this is the third Guardians yeah. movie, but, the, but a lot of them are kind of backseat characters to an extent because they can only do so much in a movie. I want to point out, by the way, okay, so following with the story, so what ends up happening is uh, Thor meets the Guardians, they split up, so Rocket Thor Raccoon... wants to make a super weapon yeah. again with he, Rocket, well, and Rocket's well, super yeah. into it because they're talking about making a super weapon. Yeah, and Groot just which, which goes along the, Which because... has one of the best lines, which? where they were like, uh, was it, 
I don't remember what Thor specifically said, but he was saying something along the lines of like it will like it will disintegrate you on the spot and rend your your soul into pieces or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. And it's like Rocket's like, is it crazy? That just makes you want to do it more. <laughs> I'm like Rocket, you're great. I yeah. can't I can't tell if this movie was written in any way by the guy that did those movies or if they just got it or what. Maybe oh I'm sure there was like writers from each individual yeah. thing that just all came together. Like I wonder how the writing process is cuz like the writing credit the writing and directing credits are usually like a couple dudes. Yeah. Which is the same people that did Civil War. But there's I always think. like but I, seven you got to wonder how eight, many nine people in that room. There's many, not just like how many ghostwriters are there that that handled these characters individually in the yeah. past that make these work cuz all the di- all the Guardians dialogue does not feel like a different person's handling them. No. It feels Everyone like feels characters. like they're being handled by their correct handlers. Yeah, which is weird because they might no. not be, and I can't tell. I think it's, they're just, I mean, it's but not like you don't have a lot to work with. Yep. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of movies you can go over, and it's not like, I'm sure those ghostwriters aren't like picking up jobs by the numbers. Like, <laughs> so I think they probably stayed with Disney for a while, and they're like, I'll just keep doing Marvel stuff if you don't mind. Thank you, Disney, sir. Yeah, thank Please you. don't fire me. Uh, yeah. I want to make Thor 15. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. We got oh. plans. <laughs> we owe you salt. Just wait till the Marvel Star Wars. <laughs> It'd be the same if something happened to your children. <laughs> we'll put them in the credits. <laughs> we'll have the credits in their blood. <laughs> and the copyrighted for 100 years. <laughs> Oh, aside from saying that that the Guardians were handled well, I don't think there's much more story to cover. Uh, no. Besides talking about the ending. Yeah. We well, kind of hinted at the Wakanda stuff too much already. I, I it's also like kind of covered a lot of the shit that's left. I, I do want to mention. So we talked about how they go to the collector and Thanos is just like basically teabagging the collector, getting his infinity stone from him because the good job on that. And uh, yeah, we literally it's one of the two stones he gets off camera. Yeah. Because the just, people defending it just suck. Yeah, and so they. Sh- the, Why don't we establish this collector so we could exist in this movie only as a vision? Yeah. So the the rest of the guardians that didn't go along with the weapon plan, which is just Drax, Bug Lady, uh, Gamora, and uh, is, her, Star- is her name Mantis? Sure. I think her name is whatever the uh, whatever bug she, she is. I think is. she has a bug name. Just like it's man- just that's her whole name. But it's I probably know, Mantis. I don't know if it's Mantis or not. It's probably Mantis. Um. Any case, they go to the collector find thanos thanos attack thanos turns mantis and drax into just paper and they don't die that was really confusing i was like why didn't you just i was like at first i was like that's a hell of an abrupt way to kill off those characters yeah i was like god damn i guess they're just dead and then and then they just get back together and i'm like is the reality stone not a reality stone is it an illusion stone i think so yeah is it only a pretend stone because that's way less reality stone. But then the guns, but it worked on the guns for real, real. Like, well, no, it's no, not, it didn't I, pretend to work on the guns. I think it has a radius. Like it just wears off and everything reverts back to normal. Yeah, like so I, the it, bubbles it, turn back into bullets. <laughs> well, <laughs> like wherever the bullets, wherever the bubbles like dissipated, they just go laser. Like for a second there, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, it's but in any case, so yeah, I was I just was caught off guard by that. I was confused by why Thanos like literally murdered an entire spaceship of people that weren't a threat to him and then just but only then turned, people live. turned two people that were trying literally one person that was like yeah. my life goal is to murder you turned him just into paper mache and then just moved on with his life no turn him into rocks oh yeah turn him into rocks yeah she she turned into weird spirals yeah of paper. mantis was the one that was like Bleh! yeah she like spiraled out onto the floor yeah. like that's unnerving yeah 
But, um, <laughs> she got peeled. <laughs> and then uh, what's his face was there? The because then he takes Gamora. He's like, okay, I'm just take take her then. And Star Lord shoots finally, but it's bubbles. It's bubbles. But they so they go through the portal. He basically tells her like, "Where's the last stone? I'll kill your sister." I don't know why that's important. I don't know why she cares about her sister at all. Like, I would have just been like, "No, Dad, you can't have the fucking gauntlet that will kill all life." But whatever. Well, I, they wanted. I think they wanted this to be everyone's failures. It's not a failure. It's just stupidity. She was like, "I want you to murder me, Star Lord," and then he's like, "Okay, I will." And then she's like. Well, I don't want you to murder my sister, so I'll tell you where the stone is. Oh, well, the stone requires me to die. You, you literally like, did not make a point there. You, yeah, the, the point is, like, the, it's not, like it's, you just, that's it's not, not about her you, failure. I can't even say it's a semantics argument. You're literally, like, arguing against sense. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. She You're wanted. Saying anything that makes she sense. wanted to. She would rather die than let Thanos know where the stone is. Yeah, but she's not willing to, to watch her, her sister suffer more. She's not willing more. to let her sister suffer more? Yeah. Why? Why would you rather. So you would rather. You would rather have the person that you love kill you than watch your sister than just basically be killed by Thanos and then watch your sister die or vice versa. Yes. I don't- what? Yes. But then your sister's going to die like, anyway like, because Thanos like will late- get the gauntlet. It's just like how later on Star Lord uh, should be letting the thing that defeats Thanos happen, but then fucks up for emotional reasons. There that, was another. That's, that, that's the same thing that Gamora does. That also fucking drove me like, nuts. Like those failings of what of like emotion. Of people do of uh, people like their people's humanity failing them in these times of where you need to re- repress emotion and stuff like that is what leads to Thanos winning. I'm genuinely surprised that like Doctor Strange didn't just like ethereal whip Star Lord for doing that for no for like <laughs> flying towards him like not just go like and sit boy like because it, it does feel like Doctor Strange might have been able to just stop Star Lord in that moment. He could have done it instantly. Or just like, or, well, not instantly, but he could have just on the other his... side of not Mars. Yeah, he, you could have put a portal. Now. Like, why didn't you just put a portal in front of Thanos and mm-hmm. then Star Lord would just been like, Whoa! like through the portal? Mm-hmm. What? Like, and he saw the future. That was like, we sat there for like five minutes watching him just move his head around crazy. He's like, I saw a billion so that, different. That's what makes that the only, the only sacrifice that, that enables Thanos to win that is explainable in a more like, aside from like just a fail, like emotion failing you when in, in crucial moments. Like when Dr. Strange saves Iron Man. Mm hmm. Like, that is the one time, like, I'm like, this is a terrible trade, but, like, that's the one time where it makes sense because you know, like, because he saw the one successful path, he knows that Iron Man is required in, like, the future where we win. Yeah. So, like, that's the only time where a really weird trade happens where you're like, oh, this is actually a plan. Yeah. Like, that that, that moment. Also, good fake out because everyone's waiting for Iron Man to die. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, all these old, a lot of the old adventurers are like, their contracts are coming up in particular very publicly. You always hear about uh, Down Junior just Down Junior being done with these movies, yeah. and so like you're 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 like oh he's gonna die and, like oh there there it is there it goes and like it's a fake out he lives and I'm like oh shit he's in the next movie well I mean they filmed this, the movie at one time yeah so he's but, gone now but, but I mean <laughs> like, like, it's, like they're aware that people think he's going to die so yeah they fuck with us on that oh, topic yeah. specifically oh yeah I mean it's uh but yeah then there's yeah basically all that happens afterwards is that. They he gets the lifestone by throwing her into a pit from Red Skull's recommendation. By the way, it's odd. Yeah, Red Skull. Red Skull's just I there. I guess Red Skull got sucked into the Tesseract. We did. So he, he activated just, the Tesseract, and then like so I guess he's just a ghost contained by the stones. I think this. I think the reveal here is that you're if you're specifically absorbed by or killed by directly the stones, 
And I mean like directly, then not like the stone teleport, like the not like the stone threw a spear into you and you died of the spear. But I mean like the stone's power kills you specifically. Yeah, you're in. Then you're you're then contained in specifically the soul stone. And I think that's why he's at the soul stone. Oh, okay. And I think that is important actually. Like that means the more is like not a, dead. It sounds like a dumb gimmick that comes out of nowhere just to be like, "Hey, look, Red Skull." Isn't this funny? But I think it's actually like an exp- going to be a core to the explanation of how they get everyone who got dusted back in the next movie. They're just all on that planet. Is there, I think everyone's in the Soul Stone specifically. <sighs> I think the Soul Stone contains everyone. So if they're able to defeat Thanos and get the Infinity Gauntlet, they might be able to bring everyone back that was killed specifically by that. I'm gonna have to. The read. problem is, I don't think that includes Gamora. <laughs> No, because Gamora wasn't dusted. She well, no, was but literally she was, murdered as a sacrifice. And but she, she was, was sacrificed like, to make the stone. She was she was sacrificed to get the stone, yeah. but she wasn't like absorbed or anything. Well, She's just a corpse that's laying it, there. I thought it said it was a soul sacrifice. Like you, you needed, have to kill the one you love. Yeah, which is which to, led to a fun moment of like Gamora being like, "This is my great revenge against you." Is the, like this is your great failing is that you never loved anyone, and like that's like oopsie. <laughs> I kind of don't believe that he actually loved her. He he shouldn't he got over it pretty fast. Yeah. I don't think he actually loved her. I think they, they do spend a decent amount of screen time dedicated to establishing that they have some kind of bond. Well, yeah, even pick- though it's really just his history, but the fact yeah. that he thinks back to her when he wins kind of re-cements that a little bit in I his guess. moment of tri- in his moment of triumph of his grand his life project basically uh his his mind goes straight to Gamora. Well, if it wasn't for her dying, he couldn't literally win. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he's just paying respects <laughs> to the one sacrifice that was the most important in the yeah. process. But, um, yeah, so basically he gets he gets that stone, throws her off a cliff, whatever, she's gone. Um, then he moves back, or then he goes to uh, deal with the mans, uh, this this Iron Man, Spider-Man. The mans. Uh, There's a Spider-Man and an Ant-Man now? Yeah, there, yeah Spider-Man. Yeah, but he's not in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, uh... Star Lord and Mantis are all just sitting in a tree. Um, they're just hanging out on a planet. I don't know what planet that is. Is that his planet? Is that Thanos's planet? That was Thanos's planet. Okay, well that was fucked up. Then they and, crashed like a ship on Thanos's planet, and he just and, showed uh, up, and he's and like, I "What guess, happened to my house?" And I guess they just <laughs> they just hung out. I guess the I guess not much time passed. Well, because Thanos, Thanos gonna... gets the, this this time stone, then goes straight to the last stone. So I guess they probably didn't stay on after Thanos leaves. They're probably not there for very long before they all just die. Yeah, which that was the I think of all the parts of the everyone dying part that was the most surprising. Is the they kind of established like okay, like half of everyone dies, right? So yeah. It's like oh no, there goes Black Panther, and there goes Falcon, and there goes uh, Scarlet Witch, but also they're surrounded by all the people. Like a- almost every scene, there's like a person in the background that's still alive, mm-hmm. and so there's, there's, there's you see two people, and one of them dies in each scene, and then it cuts to the planet with Tony Stark on it, and everyone fucking dies. Yeah, <laughs> like in particular, all the Guardians. Yep, all the Guardians it's, are gone. All that's left is a. Uh, all that's left is back on Earth. There's still Rocket. Did Rocket survive? He's the only survivor. Right. Yeah, because Rocket died. is grouped with Group, and you see Groot die. Yeah, but and so but and they keep showing scenes of half of each per- like every scene is one person watching another person die. Yeah. over and over again. Then they cut to the planet. Uh, they cut to the Iron Man planet, and you just watch every single character die one by one. You're like, oh, that's the last one. Then okay, that that one's the last one. You're like, okay, come on. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck, man? It's like, all right, you already killed. You already killed Mantis and Drax. And then Doctor Strange, 
and then Spider-Man, and then you're like, uh, uh, no, not, not, that, not in that order, but like after after a certain number of people die, you're like, okay, Star-Lord's safe. No, he's not. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, calm down. Was <laughs> Spider-Man the last one to die? I think it was Spider-Man. I think it was Drax. I think it was Drax, Drax and Mantis, at the same time. Yeah. And then it was, then you think, okay, Star-Lord's safe then because we've established a pattern here. Yeah. And two people have died in this in this shot, so Star-Lord's fine, right? Then he's not. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then, then uh, and, Star, uh, Doctor Strange says that this was the only way, reinforcing as a callback the idea that this is the one timeline where they succeed. Yeah. And that he has a plan, which apparently he's not necessary for because he's fucked. Then there's the the final emotional scene is the, the particularly drawn-out death of Spider-Man. Yeah. Because... He's he's got the most audience favor out of many of these characters, and he's fucking Spider Man, yeah. which is the most underrepresented but most overliked character in yes, the Marvel universe because he's not in this universe until recently. And you're like, he can't die, obviously. And then he starts dying. You're like, all right, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> then they cut to fucking post credit scenes where more people die. Did they? Did you watch the post credit no. scene? Oh, you missed it. What, so the post credit scene is. We we have our semi de- our, our once our twice a decade uh, reunion with Samuel Jackson. Oh, oh he's back! I was yeah. gonna ask, like, where is he, old he shows Samuel? Up, he shows he shows shows up as Nick Fury, and he's with that one that one lady that he's always with, mm-hmm. lady with the ponytail that plays a more superheroy character in the actual comics, but in this is just like her his hand or whatever. Yeah, uh, a car spins out in front of them, and they go up, and there's no one in it because people are disappearing on Earth now. Yeah. And then she disappears, and so she's gone. And then Samuel Jackson uh, goes to to do like a distress beacon for a specific character. Then he starts dissolving. So now Nick Fury is gone too, and he drops the thing. And on the screen, it has the uh, Captain Marvel symbol. So he's calling Captain Marvel the character, which is get, which is the next movie. I think the Captain Marvel movie happens like two or three months before Infinity War two. So here comes Captain Marvel. So it's a stinger introducing a hero, but it's also a stinger that shows death. So I want to point out this is my this is personal. Like uh this Okay. Uh, uh I've talked about like throughout the movie I've talked about like little like issues I've had with individual things that are often like little nitpick things and whatever. This is an especially personal one that's just like it's my thing and no one else cares about this besides me apparently. Okay. But it bothers me. Go for it. If they want to have this fucking universe where all these things keep calling to each other, it's got to go both ways. I'm mad that we keep having shows that acknowledge the movies, but they don't. But the movies never acknowledge the shows. And I get that you don't want to have plot central stuff in the movies rely on the shows because then you can't tell what's happening. Yeah. But when everyone's fucking dying, you better cut to like Jessica Jones dying, and you should cut to like Agent, Agent Coulson dying and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Eh. Yes. Eh. Especially in the Stinger. At least in the Stinger with Samuel Jackson, okay. where it's like seeing if people even remember Samuel yeah. Jackson in these movies anymore. The Stinger, I'll give you that. In the Stinger, I don't want it in the I, main I, movie. Yeah, no, not no. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about the actual dust part. Yeah. Not like, oh man, suddenly Jessica Jones is in this movie for five minutes. Oh no, she died. I mean, like during the Stinger, where you're showing all the different people and making it global, global. Yeah. If you want to make this a global event, which it might get acknowledged in those shows at some point anyway, you should definitely like. Well, that's gonna be awkward. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I want to see like, uh, let's say Daisy and Agent May and Daredevil and Iron Fist dissolve. That's okay. cutaways along, like along with the sequence, and, and it's easy because they're in the same city as <laughs> Nick Fury, so they could even be. You could even have a tracking shot and have some fun with it. Like that's that's uh, that's Alias up there, 
like up there is is a alias investigations okay and the people in alias like half of them dissolve and then you cut down and there's a car and the driver dissolves and it spins out in front of nick fury and that ending happens like it's not even that hard to set up all you have to do is i mean it, yeah it, it's not hard in the scope of disney at least no to I, just, like hey uh actress that plays jessica jones you want to just come by for five minutes i don't know how much that it costs you though like it will it would involve a uh, cooperation between different studios yeah. and Netflix and stuff like that and frustration but it's just like that's like that's when it makes that that's what if you want to like the whole point of that ending of everyone dying is to like really cement it and feel like a, this ultimate defeat do movie characters ever show and, up on the uh, TV shows yes no kind of like as their it's, characters it's mixed showing in, in the up. Netflix movies they specifically the, the Netflix shows take place after Avengers, and they specifically refer to, on a regular basis, the events of the Avengers, That's like fine. the attack on New York. Yeah, but and, they never uh, show, like... They don't show up specifically. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., in particular, there's been a few characters that have shown up, but uh, the main ones I can remember is uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show... Well, obviously, Coulson is. I don't both. count Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just because Agents but, uh, but of also, S.H.I.E.L.D. is, like, But also, weird. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has uh, Sif and uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. Like, they show but, up. That's what I'm saying. Agent of Seals is weird because it was... I mean, it's like, it's not... Which is why, in particular, I thought they'd at least show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Like, at least show... Now, that I can understand. Like, sh- like show, the, like, Agent May or someone As far as all. I know, Just, I think, like, in my head, I'm assuming that the Netflix shows... Yeah. ...don't count to the movie universe... But how the, cool would that be if the if you acknowledge them in that moment? It would be cool, but I think Disney is like, I don't give a fuck like about what, that like, shit. Like when the point is that it's this universal catastrophe thing, that level of reinforcement's really good. It, yeah, like show the defenders, I, show Agents of Shield. I think the hard part's just e- logistics e- to make it even weirder. Fucking show Legion. No, they can't. They can't show Legion. Legion's from like the seventies. The show Legion takes place in like decades ago. But so I mean, it it's like work. the problem is like there's just a lot of. There's so much logistics. At there some is point. logistics. Like I bet you, but it's in the comics it shows movie, that. But it's the biggest movie. Everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. The comics can show everything, and that's one yeah. of the things where you feel the limitations. Yeah. I'm just sitting here, like, like right now in Agents of Shield, the most recent season, they're in space in the future at a at like a destroyed Earth, and they're dealing with the people that are the that one guy. The, what was the race that was the blue people? Like the villain of like the guy that was the villain of the first of it, galaxy. Like, that's a whole race of people. I think it starts with a K. Oh. The blue uh, people are aliens that are a race. The Krill? The Kris, is the Krill or the Kroll or the... The Krill. Are you talking the about Krill? the ones that can shapeshift? The blue people. Like, the villain of, of Guardians, the first one. The guy that can whistle? No, the blue guy. The, vi- the, the villain villain. The actual villain, not Yondu. The guy that was trying to... Oh my god, what was the villain <laughs> of the Guardians movie? He was a blue guy with, like, black over his eyes that he had painted there. Like, right now in Guardians... Yes, that is a Krill. I think those are what the Krills are. Like, right are now, in like, in, in S.H.I.E.L.D., they're, like, acknowledging that shit. Like, the aliens you've seen in Guardians are, like, have dealt with Earth, and, like, all this shit's happening. And I'm like, yeah. you got... Like, we can't... We get, two-way. <laughs> the two-way street. It's really frustrating. When it's when it's one way, the, when, it's, when it stays one way, and it stays that way for a Maybe long time... Maybe that's why they didn't show them dying in the thing because they were in the future well they uh, if they succeed they'll be in the past again but they haven't yet i don't remember i haven't watched all of it <laughs> it might have already happened i think the season might be over and out but i don't well know. uh it just it's, it, it frustrates me because at some point uh it ends up in being in my headspace where i'm just like that's just not canon 
it just becomes that yeah like we, we had this discussion during our canceled podcast of last jedi where they were like don't upload this i'm like god damn it uh but we did that we did a last jedi spoiler cast that never aired as some people saw live and they're this they're the exclusive ones i guess uh oh but, yeah it was but, broadcasted but, live yeah i was broadcasting it live uh one of my points in that thing was that like i don't consider any star wars books to be canon yeah or any books or games or anything and i don't give a shit if if they call it canon if it's if nothing that ever happens in them is any is never acknowledged in any capacity ever in the movies and they always if they always ignore them then they're basically like the halo books yeah it's like they're they're there until they're inconvenient then they'll be contradicted and thrown aside yeah. they're there to build lore but it's the only reason because there's the reason people. they're called canon is to make them feel like they're worth buying yeah otherwise they're fan fiction which yeah. is what they are they're, which is what they are they're, they're official fiction. fan fiction they're never written by the people who wrote the game yeah. they're written by just rando they, authors they will never be canon no and they're literally just given the stamp of canon just so that you Man, buy you're them. upsetting a lot of people Fuck them. They're wrong. <laughs> They're wrong. The, I'm just saying, man, the, there's a the lot Star of... Star Wars Extended Universe has never been canon with the movies. It's never mattered. It's never counted. There's a it's lot. It's always been a marketing gimmick to make you spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on movies because they don't make very many movies. So they need you to buy 500 toys and 15 video games and posters and Daimakuras and <laughs> and every single goddamn book so you can learn all about these Thrawn people and shit, which I'm, I'm not even saying they're bad books. They could. I heard the Thrawn trilogy is cool, and it can be, but it's not canon, and it's only called canon so they can make hundreds of dollars off of you on top of the movie tickets because they can only remaster the movies and re and re and resell them to you every time they make a new entire media format. Yeah. So in the in the in between, if they want to keep making money off Star Wars, they have to merchandise nonstop. And since you're a bunch of sci-fi nerds, they can do that via more lore. <laughs> forever yeah that's the gimmick i'm just saying that's, that's the real reason they rebooted it not not because they thought oh no the new movies are going to contradict it like we can start over yeah and they did the same authors came back to write new books yeah <laughs> everyone just started over and it's a new golden age of making even more money none of those authors are like oh no my books aren't canon anymore they're like oh man i'm gonna make even more money on the next books because they're the first canon yeah and that happened <laughs> Yeah. It definitely happened. Well, yeah, because that's... If you disagree with me, you're wrong. Well... <laughs> Factually. I mean, <laughs> I, would, I, I wouldn't go that far. I would just say... This is literally the only time you've ever said that. Let's say living your... You literally never qualify your dumb... Your goddamn sweeping statements. Never. And you're going to fucking hobble this one? This is where you draw your line? That Star Wars canon is just merchandising? Yeah. It's all Even it though it's the most merchandised property in the history of the world, possibly surpassing actual Jesus. No, it hasn't passed Jesus yet. Um, it's going to get close, though, right? Yeah, it's getting it's close. It's like Jesus, the Beatles, and Star Wars. Well, we're uh, the thing about the Bible is that uh, it, we're kind of running out of needing to print new ones. Because everyone's kind of just got their old dusty one and it just never kind of goes away. Just get them from, just get them um, from where they naturally occur, which is uh, hotels. <laughs> they just spawn in the cupboards and you just get one. It's the, the Bible harvest is strong this year. <laughs> it's like the only time I've ever thought, like... Did a video game designer make this room? Oh, boy. When you open a drawer and, a, like, a Bible's in your hotel room, it's you're like, why would you put a Bible like, in it's here? It's like you're finding lore. Like, yeah. you're going to find the, the Baker family notes in Resident <laughs> Evil 7. It's like you find the Bible. Or it's like you find it's the like book in Skyrim. Through, you're going to find stuff scribbled in it. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, the books you find in Skyrim in random places. Finding a Bible does feel like being in an escape room. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't belong in your motel room. Why, why is it? It's just, it's a lobby thing. 
I'm pretty sure somebody lobbied for that to be a thing I'm that you sure, do. Like, I don't think it's required by law or anything. I think it's. Oh, like, I'm sure it's required by law. I don't think it is required by law. I think it's just policies that are determined by powerful lobbying forces that just want that to be happen. It's like the equivalent. It's it's one of those things that some, where something's happening for an indirect, nonsensical reason, like being told that your phone, your your internet's cheaper if you have a phone line, <laughs> even though that, like, on a basic logical level, you're like, but more services cost more to make. But there's a bunch of bullshit reasons behind the season, the reason behind the scenes that are the reason why that's happening that way. Yeah, that's what's going on with Bibles. They they're they're incentivized to put Bibles in your room because somebody that cares about Bibles wants them there and is probably paying them to put them there. That's basically why. It's just, it's just so nonsensical. Okay, Any well, case, well, this is way um, too long, and I thought yeah. it was gonna be shorter than normal. So uh, last round, the stop talking about the movie itself. Only thing left: predictions about the next movie. Uh, everyone dies. And then is reborn. Uh, uh, every single person that turned to dust comes back to life, right? Like, there's like no way that doesn't happen. Yes, but I think it comes at a sacrifice. Yeah, I think it comes at the sacrifice of the Avengers. Yes, because there's specifically yes. you'll notice once the dust, the little dust made of all your friends, is cleared, that the people who aren't dusted, aside from a few people, are very specifically the, the Avengers. old Avengers. Yeah, the weird how that cast, happened. The entire original cast of Avengers is still alive. Yeah. So next movie. We're going to have the uh, the Avengers, the original Avengers are going to fight Thanos. Th- uh, Hulk's going to come back out, obviously. Maybe. He, otherwise, what the fuck? Uh, but I think I can predict what the first scene of, of Infinity War 2 will be. Uh, what is it? Like the literal first, the cold open. Okay. I know. I think I know what the cold open will be, which is that, and this is set up in a previous movie, so I have like reason to think this. Okay. Hawkeye is going to be sitting with his family in his nice country home. No, that was yep. my idea. Yep, he's that gonna was be, my He's going to be in his happy country and home just... with all his family. <laughs> They're going to be sitting around the dinner table, and he's just going to watch literally his entire family disappear. I was going to say that. I was going to say and that's, the fucking yep. the next movie is going to have Hawkeye, but so only o- because his fucking family is so obvious, dead. right? Yeah. It's going to be so solemn and shocking, except for the part where it's so easy to predict. That's yeah. exactly how they'll open it. Yep, and just. Mark our fucking words when the next movie starts that way. Yep. His entire family will be and dead, and then Hawkeye will be in the next Avengers movie. Because yep. he was then, literally gone this time. And then that will result in... Yeah, because every Avenger has to Because he essentially retired, kind yeah. of. Like, he, or seemingly was retiring in Ultron. I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, it seemed like he was Can you retire from being a superhero? It's I don't con- know. It's confusing. They kind of set it up like he's leaving in Ultron, but then he's in Civil War, <laughs> which is the next movie, which yeah. is confusing. But yeah, like I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that Hawkeye, who was gone this entire movie, is going to just watch his entire family die as a result of Thanos, and that's why he's going to suddenly show up with the other Avengers too, because he was the one that was absent of the six. Man, I hope that it. there is a super sassy line where it's like, "Well, maybe we could have stopped your family from dying if you showed the fuck up, Hawkeye." Like, <laughs> that's horrible. I hope that. Do you I, think we're right? Like, just completely oh yeah. right? Oh yeah. Like I've never had a stronger sense. You can Keith, you can the, envision the movie poster of the original in, Avengers on a giant movie poster. And yeah. You're like, oh, it's happening again. The original Avengers. I'm just saying, like in the history of movie making, like all movies I've ever seen, I've never had such a strong, exact vision of exactly what will happen next in the next scene in the next movie. It's never been more. I can see it. I can literally see the scene. <laughs> it's never been so specific. Yeah, and it's gonna. <laughs> Who else is there? Um, uh, 
and, it, there, and, wasn't it's there someone, a, and it's not even a bad scene it'd be a wasted opportunity not to do that well scene. yeah it, it would be a waste but like but, but we both came up with it I, so, we didn't talk about this yeah, i also we not talked about I, in my head the first thing i was gonna say is like oh hawkeye's just gonna lose his family yeah he's gonna watch his entire family yeah. dissolve it's at, so at, simultaneous with yeah, the ending of the previous just, movie it's incredibly obvious you have to do it. if you don't do it i would actually be like what why didn't happened? you do that yeah did like hawkeye not want to come back no one in your entire studio think of the most obvious thing <laughs> it's yeah it's like the best course of action uh, uh i want to hear how many people in the audience already had that idea before we said it i want to like, know and don't how... don't don't fucking fuck up our numbers by lying and try yeah. to sound smart i just want to hear how many of you had the exact idea because it's so concrete it's so concrete it's like the perfect idea <laughs> i want to know how many of thanos's friends are dead Oh like yeah, how like many how of his many, family? Like how many people that he knows, or yeah. how many people from his crew? Well, yeah, just, from his like, crew, just gone. Moment? How many of them were left? Well, I don't know. Yeah, he, he had an army of like weird monster yeah. things. So those are all gone too. Like, was was even one of his children alive at that point in this in the movie? Yeah, we watched them all. A lot of them like the, the one. There was one that got their arm cut off. One got blended. One got spaced. One died off camera. I think they, so. they got wounded by a Captain America and they come back later and then and this implied they didn't make it or whatever. Yeah. Like, we don't want to kill you. Like, this will be your last chance. Psych, you got blended. <laughs> yeah, we, that's, that's got to be how it... I, yeah, how, I, I think that's I, the opening scene and I think the ending is that they defeat Thanos but in order to use the soul stone that comes at a sacrifice and it's like one for each stone so we lose all six of the original Avengers but then everyone is, that got dusted comes back. How is Iron Man getting back to Earth? <laughs> I just realized that like Doctor Strange is a ride, and he just kind of pieced yeah, out. Yeah, he's just well. Uh, they do have Portal Man. We hope we don't know if he's fucking dead. Oh yeah, we don't. We don't know. It didn't cut to him. He might. Me. He is indeterminate status. I'm sure he's alive. He is of indeterminate status because he's the only one who can do magic now. So he's got to be around. This is such a rough case that's happening right now because I'm, wa- I'm watching Fear the Walking Dead, and they just decided to skip forward like four years. Four four years of like yeah in the what and so there's a couple characters that are just not on screen and i'm like are they dead it's like you spent three seasons with those characters and now they just, they just disappeared between the time scump jump i'm like what happened yeah i would be curious to see what uh what do you have any other predictions um i mean that's the biggest one uh we might we might see war machine die like in conflict die because eh, he's still he's still around war machines around rockets around <gasps> rocket we get a second infinity war movie that has even more rocket we also get a, so much fewer characters that aren't rocket but we also get an infinity war with a rocket that had groot taken away oh so it's gonna be a very we're, angry we're rocket. gonna have an angry well, rocket. no it's, an, it's a rocket where everyone on his team has been taken away oh shit <laughs> yes nobody n- n- oh no 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 i i n- I'm having one of those moments where I realize that this is a decent, where I'm, I'm getting reminded how decently put together some of this narrative is. They foreshadow Rocket losing everyone. There's that really good scene where Thor's really? talking about how he lost everybody, and it's like he hasn't faced me, he hasn't fought me yet, he hasn't fought me twice. It's like, well, I don't have anything left to lose, like all that stuff that's going yeah. on. And Rocket's sarcastic comment when he's walking away is like, "Well, I got a lot to lose. I could lose a lot." Like it's like, it's like doing, being all glib and shit because he's got shit, even though and Thor's lost everything, and Rocket loses everyone. He loses everyone. He loses every single person in this <laughs> yeah. movie. It's like that's fucking foreshadowing for that for later. I'm yeah. like, oh shit. So, oh shit. I, I'm curious to see the, uh, I guess, the like the suit up moment. Cause I angry, guess. Angry Rocket. 
Because no, already- I'm saying like everybody. Because oh. all the people who are left are gonna have like a all right, meet at the Avengers HQ. We're gonna fucking suit up and beat some ass. Like <laughs> I think of who's left. Do you think anyone from Wakanda is in the next movie? No. Not even the second in command lady? Oh, God, maybe. She shows up? God damn it. Yeah, probably. There was a hint of like, I can't, this will mean more when I watch Black Panther later. Because like that that one dude shows up with even more dudes. And I'm like, and he's like, thank you for coming and stuff like that. And I'm like, did they, I, I almost. Was that the I, main villain? I don't, I don't think that was Killmonger. Okay. I think that was someone else. I don't know. But like. I imagine that that scene has meaning based on something that happened in Black Panther with that character. Maybe. Where I assume that, that there was a reason why it was meaningful they showed up. Because him showing up felt like Black Widow and Hulk meeting up. Of like, oh, there's a history that where the scene makes more sense. I think it's probably just a tribe thing. Yeah. It's probably just like a ice... I imagine they had some conflict or something in the last movie, even if it wasn't the villain villain or something. I don't... I'll be honest with you. I don't want the wakandan people in the i mean we're out of them we're pretty much out of the well Black i mean i don't i don't want like the them character. to bring the army or to have I, I just leave them fucking behind well i think we're past armies especially since i think thanos doesn't have an army anymore either i don't know what i thanos think it's has. just i well, think it's just he can ma- also just spawn an army because he has reality control i don't know what thanos can do i think the entire next movie is named characters versus thanos and whatever thanos is like powers are which we will then now have to really define a lot more now now that it's going to be the core of the whole movie as opposed to being not really i'm looking i think i I didn't say this in the podcast itself but i think one of the interesting things they did in this movie to make the movie make sense Mm -hmm. is they made thanos kind of the main character yes he's essentially functionally the protagonist you follow him through the story yeah he kind of goes through a a sort of like a hero's journey and he's like he's going through the process and like all the way down to even having like the reckoning moment where everything seems like it's at its lowest point which is when he has to kill gamora yeah and he has he has motivation he has a he has a history he has a specific goal and he even has a happily ever ever ending at the end well kind of he did get like straight cut real bad like (laughs) that, that made the movie work as a story yeah, because otherwise it's it'd be such a clusterfuck that it's probably what DC movies feel like lately is the ones that people are complaining about. It. It's probably that issue of like we need a main character who has a core story so this whole can have a structure. Yeah, because when you have Thanos be the core structure and narrative of the entire movie, then you can use all these Avengers and it doesn't you matter. already know. And yeah, first of all, you set them all up so you don't have to establish who any characters are. What There's, you set them up? That one, sounds like thought. <laughs> for once, there's not a single new character. Correct. Because, like, technically, I think I think Black Widow and Hawkeye might have been in Thor first. But but functionally, Hulk was basically a new character to deal with in Avengers. And then Civil War had multiple new characters. And Ultron had new characters. Because Ultron introduced, like, Vision and Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Like, they keep adding new characters every new, every new yeah. crossover. This crossover only had the villain. Yep. And that was the only character. Well, you met the villains, the villains' friends. fodder, yeah, allies, whatever. But like, there was no new Avenger to deal with. No, nope, movie. there's no new heroes. So there's no distractions there. Yep. And so you just get to focus on Thanos' story from front to back. And so you have a fully articulated character with motivations and meaning. And like then, like that's you have an arc there, and you have an ending, and like that actually made it work as a movie in a way that I never thought it could when they had like twenty Avengers to deal yeah. with. Because and, it, and it's because none of the Avengers were the main character of the story. 
Another theory. Pepper Potts is dead. I feel bad for Pepper Potts in all these movies. I do. Just yeah. all the time. And yeah. this one in particular, it's like, we're going to get married and it's all going to be great. And oh my God, Tony. And, and you just got to stop doing this. And it's like, they're setting up the idea of Tony wanting to retire, basically, which just really set, makes you think he's going to die this movie yeah. in particular. But fucking immediately portal. Oh, everyone's going to die, Tony. Oh my God. And Pepper Potts doesn't even have another line. No. And disappears from the movie. I'm like, I, I thought that at the very least they would have Pepper Potts with Doctor Strange in that lobby. And like, and like they'd have, they'd film, they, I thought they'd, they'd milk that for a little bit of comedy of like hearing like, no, no, Tony, no, as this, and then the, 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 the scales, the stakes keep rising. And then finally the attack happens right outside their house, they're right out the side yeah. of the street they're on. I'm like, and that's when Pepper Potts has to finally acquiesce. And since she just instantly disappears and she's for like last three movies she's in, she's in there for like 30 seconds. Yeah, she's basically there to remind you that like, yeah, Tony has a love interest It's already. like how she was there in the last couple seconds of Spider-Man. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Pepper Potts. Oh, there she goes. Yeah. It's like, they, those two have a good chemistry. They're good characters to yeah. have interact and you don't get to see that because there's no Iron Man movies. No. Because <laughs> he's but done with those. I bet you she is dead. It w- I would not be surprised. And it will be sad. And then Tony's call. going to sacrifice himself for to bring her back, but then he dies, and then the wedding doesn't happen. Yep. And she'll come back in the wedding dress. Oh my god, no. <laughs> um I, uh, I also want to predict that like in order to break the infinity stones, um every superhero or every do you think Avenger- all the infinity stones are gonna be destroyed at the end of the next movie? Yes. They'll be gone gone. They have to be, right? Because they'll only make the narrative worse. Yeah. So I think what they're going to do is, like, I think every original Avenger is going to break an Infinity Stone and then die. Which is kind of something, like, that kind of overpowering... Except for Hulk. Hulk can't die. That kind of overpowering threat is something that's kind of established by the Guardians movie. Yeah. When they had the one Infinity Stone and they had to, like, all of them combined had to just be able to power one of them and use it without dying, basically. Yeah. Which kind of sets up the idea that the old uh, it's the Guardians movies are super important. This this uh, Infinity, weirdly enough, yeah. Infinity War movie. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, they might keep Hulk around because Hulk kind of has more mileage to still be used because he hasn't had his own movies ever. Yeah, in, in canonically at least. But I think like this, I mean, world. Captain America, fucking Iron Man, Thor. Yeah, you get rid all of them. It's weird thinking about them all just being gone at once, though. That's the moment of like. This will be one of those moments uh, for many reasons that will make or break the whole universe for viewers. It will be a giant fucking gap in yeah, the void. Not, you're losing all these major characters, yeah. which you're kind of starting to set up new ones, and you'll see how that works. It helps they have Spider-Man quit that... It helps yeah. that Spider-Man happens to be stuck for other reasons in the second generation. Yeah. Because he would have been in the first generation, obviously. He's kind of important to the whole Civil War thing. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, isn't, that, isn't that when Aunt May dies? Because his his identif- his identity is is outed by like Tony or something, yeah. and Aunt May gets murdered, and that eventually leads to all of the worst Spider Man storylines, such as the deal with the devil to bring her back. Yep, which is the worst thing that ever happened in Spider Man, as far as I've ever heard. It is like the the deal with the devil to bring back Aunt May and undo his marriage, not because it needed to be undone, but because just just dumb fourth wall breaking shit of that the story was more fun when he wasn't married, so they just unmarried them and that kind of shit. So th- this is a. Uh, I can see the next Infinity War movie potentially being the last one I care about. I I can assure you that Infinity War will be, unless we do 
Unless I'm forced to come for another spoiler cast. Infinity War will be, will be our last last one you watch. You will, you will, unless well, unless I tell you to watch one for a podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unless I'm told to watch it, I will not fucking yeah. watch no more. I'm for done. Me, for me, the cast turnover is not a problem. No, I'm cool with like watching American Horror Story or Doctor Who, where like everything just fucking changes I'm not, every season, and like I'm, I'm fine. like I'm cool with that shit. So I'm I don't care if like they're gonna switch to like Ant Man and Spider Man and Scarlet Witch and shit yeah. like that. I'm cool with that. I'm part. fine with that. I don't care. My problem. Is that this is going to be my first time doing a crossover like Crisis of Infinite Worlds situation? Oh, where like this is the reason I don't read comics. Yeah, like all the stuff that's happened until now has been the stuff that I was why I wish I read comics, and this storyline is why I don't read comics, and it's going to remind me, and it's going to make me stop caring about the movies. Yeah, because this ending actually filled me with dread. And it actually hit me emotionally, and it worked on me. Even though in you the felt, back, you like were even sad though in the back, even though in the back of my head, I know this is all a fake out. Yeah, because of the, it ended on such a somber tone, and it actually committed to it for the ending of the episode to the point where the audience is reacting and shit like yeah. that. I'm like, shit, like that's that that kind of stuff is when I want to feel in movies is like an actual like reaction to something. Yeah, and they're going to they're going to cheapen it and nullify it by completely taking it all back, and. This kind of yeah, and that kind of bullshit where anything goes and they can just uh, undo the feelings that the movies make is going to be one of those things where it's like you you can only take that wave like once in many cases. Yeah, I would be. I don't know. I I actually do think that they have a a trick up their sleeve to fix that problem of just like because eh, yeah, I'm sure that that's one of the biggest dreads that Marvel has in terms of their cinematic universe is like. The thing that most people hate universally yeah. is crossover events because the, they always end like shit. The crossover so, events always have a bad storyline at the end, and they also yeah. they literally damage the storylines of what was working well in in each individual thing. Usually, yes. Like and, right now, everyone's freaked. I, I keep seeing complaints on Twitter because people are like having fun with the current Jessica Jones comic and shit like that, and then it's like time for a crisis event that just literally cancels the story. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like thanks. For ruining that and that's and so i but i think they are prepared for that causality and i think they have a i think they split into two movies literally just so they can milk the good part of it for as long as possible do you think so because i think i think the premise of a crisis the setup for it is the most exciting fun part and the part where they have to resolve it is like that's when it fucks up and that that's the bad part of each storyline yeah so i think they're literally waiting in the year between those two parts so they can get a full super acclaimed movie out of that I feel like uh, if I was if I was to make a very grandstanding prediction that's going to be wrong, I would think that uh, they do like kind of a, a a sleight of the hand reversal, where in exchange for those who died, um, the the other half of people yes, died. The other like the kind <laughs> no, of rocket. more or less like the people who didn't. Oh no, uh, Guardians were only rockets gone. <laughs> yeah. Or like I think it's the uh, like the people. It's like, okay. They'll introduce that rabbit. There's a rabbit, right? There's a blue rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! And they were calling him rabbit. It's set up. No, I don't want to be right about this. No. <laughs> no, actually, you're wrong. The person's gonna take over a raccoon is a Howard Duck. Oh but, no! Uh, I just accidentally. Oh no! Because the him losing everything was set up, and then he keeps getting called a rabbit. If he gets replaced with a rabbit, then uh, that's gonna hurt my soul. I don't know the rabbit. I just know he exists. <laughs> I don't know the rabbit. I know there's a rabbit. I don't know anything about it. That's fine. You're better off. Um, 
But yeah, so it's like a blue rabbit. And it has like over the top of its head, like cybernetic or helmet or something with like red goggles. Yeah, and that's it. I just know character design. Yep. So <laughs> I, I'm thinking that there's going to be a reverse, like kind of like that, where all the original peeps get turned. There has to be a big cost to earn it. Yeah. And saving half of all of of existence from dying is a decent reason to kill off your uh, six major characters. Yeah. Although. Uh, even then, it's like that stakes and the absurdity of those stakes. If they try to replicate that, it's just like it's going to be so hard to care about their universe if they keep being like, and now whole, and now the universe is shattering again. And it's like, well, I think at some point entropy seems to be taken over, and it seems like the laws of the universe destroy it at some point. You should just give up. I think what they're hoping to do is like every ten years. How gross is it? Uh, making this, like, like the comics keep. What's what's uh... so? Like at this point, it's known that the comics are not popular and not successful and do not turn a profit, and they're just used as a source material for the movies, and that's the only reason they're still made. I don't know if that's true. It, that it's that's that's a thing. Like, like the, they like, they make zero profit. The, the sales of comics are so low that at this point, they're basically ever since Disney takeover, they're just used as a testing bed for future movie ideas. That's concerningly sad. And that's what's depressing about that is the the result of that seems to be Civil War 2. <laughs> do you know? Have you heard about that? No. Oh, you don't know about Civil War 2? I haven't kept up. No. Oh. It's been a well, while. I don't keep up with comics either, but it just reaches me. Oh, I know. Apparently. Yeah, they did, a civil, they did a Civil War 2. Electric Boogaloo. Where the reveal that it was happening was uh, Captain America saying, Hail Hydra. With the idea of being that Captain America's in Hydra now, which he's probably mind-controlled or something. I don't know the context. I didn't bother, but, like... But he's dead. And that got memed nonstop in frustrating he ways. He's probably back. That's back the other thing. That's the other thing that'll break me on these movies, is that, that they start... That was, like, the most important thing in the Civil War was, like, Captain America dying, because that was, like, killing America. Has what? he been dead since Civil War? Did he yes. die in Civil War? Pun- I, didn't, I didn't know that part. Punisher took over. I did not... Well, yeah, Punisher's not in the movies at all. I mean, Punisher I, I, wore I the Captain America outfit. I did not know Captain America died. That's the first I've heard of that. He got sniped. <laughs> he got... Because he got arrested. I guess they, he is just a person, so like, he could just die. Like, well, no, because yeah. the thing was, he got arrested. It was... Uh, I want to say it was... I think it was Bucky Barnes who killed him. Oh, shit. On accident. Also, that was a kind of a... Uh, that was a bit of a gut punch, having... Not just does Bucky die, but you watch Captain America watch Bucky die. Yeah. Like, Fuck, man. You've been trying to keep this guy alive for, like, five movies. But, no, because if, <laughs> if I remember correctly, in the comics, see, like, Captain America gets captured in Civil War, and they're he's arrested, and they're bringing him to a building, and so Bucky Barnes is going to snipe the woman who's basically uh, moving him through... Yeah. So he can so he can escape, and, and Captain Buc- America Bucky takes like, the bullet. Oh, does Bu- Ca- Captain America suicides to protect the? Yeah, Bucky's because he do- yeah because he doesn't know it's Bucky benefit. shooting him. Oh Jesus! He just thinks someone's about to sniper, and he goes like, "No, don't kill an innocent person," and takes the bullet. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe the context in Civil War Two is that Captain America shows up alive again, but hail Hydra. Maybe that's the premise of it. I don't know. I literally don't know. I don't I know either. It, I, I can't I, yeah. bring myself. I'm just to telling do it. you that last time I, I could read never it, never bring myself to care yeah. about a universe that has Spider-Man making deal with the devil to dissolve his marriage, so it's more entertaining. Like I can't take that kind of universe. I mean, he also fought uh, Blackheart. So what do you want? Like him and Daredevil teamed up together to fight Blackheart. Does that was that matter? Yeah, it's kind of a weird comic. 
Blackheart is from Ghost Rider. You have Spider-Man the, and Daredevil. and they're Weird combinations t- of villains, isn't it? That doesn't bother me. I'm talking about just really dumb macro decisions made for dumb reasons, like Infinite Crisis or things that make you say phrases like New 52 or Infinity War yeah. or Spider-Man making a deal with a supernatural entity just so that they can retcon whatever they want about the story and make it whatever story they want. Yeah. Because, like, when that happened, they just cha- they just literally deleted whatever they felt like and brought back whatever they felt like, completely irrespective of the actual change that was being made. Just like when X-Men rebooted, and at the time I was like, this movie's fine, but I've never watched another X-Men movie since then, when they were like, and now Scott's back, and Gene's back, and everything's different, and I'm like, what is- I don't know what these movies are. Like, I literally have, ne- like... I might watch Apocalypse and future movie movies of X-Men at some point eventually, but like I have no motivation to because there's no continuity even between consecutive movies yeah. of what the story is. Like Days of Future Past was like its ending was so nonsensical and that like they just changed whatever they felt like. They brought I think they brought back Xavier, Jean Grey, and Scott, and it was totally irrelevant to the actual change that was being made in the movie. Like, the, the premise of the movie was they're in the future and being killed by Sentinels and shit and everyone's getting wiped out. Yeah. So they go to the past to stop the Sentinels from being made, and that became a carte blanche chance to admit change whatever the, felt, the fuck they felt like about the universe. And I'm like, nothing matters. Oh, oh did you not watch Days of Future Past? No. Yeah, in the ending scene, you just see Scott, Gene, and, and Xavier. And I'm, like, I'm like... I just read the comic because like, the comic was, like, way I'm better. I'm like, you killed all those characters in three. Yeah. You can't just casually... God damn it. The comic was fun because, like, literally everyone was dead. Yeah. Like, all of them. <laughs> it's just hard to accept nothing mattering ever. I mean, welcome I to comics. I think that's you a, have to just go in with a suspension of, like... I, th- I think that's part of my grim, bizarre, self-contradictory, uh, like, ex- like continued audience ship of Walking Dead. It's just that it's one continuity, and they don't fuck with it. Yeah, I no, mean, there's... Nobody has ever come back to life that was actually literally dead. And there's no parallel retcon storylines, anything. It's just it's yeah. a series of sequential actions that happen in the number order of the comic number. And I that's mean, the entire universe. That's Well, okay, to, to its credit, Marvel and DC tend to be the ones that fuck that all up. Yep. Usually, like, graphic isn't, novels or... Isn't Walking Dead Dark Horse? Dark Horse, yes. Yeah, does Dark Horse have better uh, comics? Well, Dark Horse and Top does Cow... Does Dark Horse have uh, an infinite crisis of Earth's storyline for their shit because don't they no. have super, they have superheroes they don't have they? they have some superheroes and stuff but they're but just they like do your thing well they have like watch does dark horse do sandman do they publish stuff like that yeah so they, so is dark horse just the best comics company yeah. all right good. uh dark I'll, horse I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that whenever yeah I, like, dark, uh, stuff. dark horse and top cow are I the have, two i have sandman by the way and do you yeah it was um it was a purchase i somewhat regret oh it's not based on the material I haven't oh. experienced the material yet. I'm afraid of the format it arrived in. Which is? I got the Omnibus edition, which is two books for all of Sandman. Yeah. They are monumentally big. Yeah. And not just thickness. I mean, like, they're like this big Ooh. and they weigh like 10 pounds. You, oh no, you got the, yeah. I got like the Song of Ice and Fire edition yeah. of, of uh, Sandman. So there's a thing. I literally have um, an issue where I'm like, I don't know where to physically place this book to read it yeah it's big i can't i could not fit on any of these desks without moving all the shit off the desk like at some point i think i need to wait until i get a new place to live and then when i get the new place to live i can have a dedicated surface just for reading sandman (laughs) and i'll just come by every day and read like a few like 30 more pages of sandman (laughs) and page through it like somebody has a bible surface like a like that 
like like the not, what's not it's not a pew it's called the the the, the podium. podium the podium people have at the front of a church i'll have yeah. that just for sandman and that's how i'll finally get through sandman because it's the first book i've ever gotten that's so massive the physical act of reading it is a thing i have to plan for like I'm reading Witcher just laying in bed. I yeah. can't fucking hold Sandman. <laughs> and where do I put it when I'm done? Like I want your bed. I, I don't want to drop Sandman on myself or anywhere and fuck up all these nice gold gold lined pages and shit. It's a full color badass copy of Sandman, and it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I never anticipated this problem. <laughs> and I don't think the problem will replicate because I'm also I think I'm gonna order the same thing for Devil Man. But oh. I don't think that's nearly as long. No. I think that'll be like a manga. That I think those will be more like Junji Ito bound books. Yes. Which are great. That's the be. ideal comic format. No, it's, like, it's not. It's like a 400 page it's, Junji Ito I, hardcover. I really wish that we printed all of our, or I wish all the English uh, manga was printed the way it's printed in Japan. Like super small. I don't, I don't like it. You don't like the smallness? Like how no. small it is? It's so compact and you can no. just fit it in anything. Especially how t- comics get so text heavy and the font gets so bit small that it just becomes annoying to read. Well, that's... Yeah. That happens in particular with Walking Dead, actually, is there's a lot of very small text. It's a little bit easier in Japanese because they're symbols, which can mean like multiple yeah. words. So you can like, be no, like, I, I, I like, I like my, I like my Junji Ito hardbound cover books. Those, well, are, uh, those are fantastic. I mean, that's why they're printed the size they bo- are. I, I want old books to be like that. I want, I, I, I was looking for Berserk to be in that format. No, I wanted never. to get, I want, I was hoping that Jojo nope. and Berserk would have like one arc per book in like a cool bound book. You're never getting that. Cause instead I have to buy, uh, you have to wait till Berserk's done and good my, luck with that. My disappointment with Berserk in particular, JoJo's fine because the art style works. For Berserk, you have to buy shitty Shonen Jump books if you want to buy them physically. Do you? Oh yeah, yeah you do. Like, I, don't, I don't mean Shonen. Ah. I don't mean the monthly magazine. No, I mean, you have to, like, buy, you have to like, buy. It looks like a Naruto book. Yeah, or a Shaman King book. Yep. But it's Berserk and it's guts and it's yeah. got like rape horse and shit inside of it. And I'm like, that doesn't work. That's not yeah. an aesthetic you can do with a giant bubble font of like, well, it's the big purple six because uh, it's the sixth volume. It's like, well, you, you can't do. You this. have to because how are you going to sell that <sighs> to Americans? I hate it. Yeah. I do, I want I want copies of Berserk that look like the inside of Berserk. <laughs> They, they do get that way. Junji Ito's covers are covered in horror. Uh, ba- uh, Berserk wants <laughs> it. You've seen the, the books would look yeah. like, right? Like, they don't they don't cover it in fucking popcorn shit like you're selling okay. Adam Sandler's click. Well, first of all, <laughs> fucking when Berserk was brought, like, translated and brought over here, it was, like, in the 90s. The and 90s. The, and the 90s was hip as fuck. So you got to be like white background character. That's what, that's big what I thing. got in the anime. Yeah, it's all white. It's all white backgrounds. Yep. garbage. You got it. It's basically here's the character. Here's the number. Here's the title. Get the book. It's like, so ugly. But if you look at like, say, if you look at one piece covers now versus like the first one piece cover, you're like, oh, my God, there's actual art. The problem is the old ones are still the same. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, one piece is fine because because it makes the muns. They have like omnibus versions of it, and I, they're great. I really like buying a thing that's just all co- cohesive across the way. You'll get it. Like what I like is that uh, Berserk. You just have like five years to go. Like Witcher had a reprint. Yeah. Uh, the, they were slowly the, the Witcher movie, books came out in the nineties, but they were slowly translating them over the next twenty years into English whenever they got around to it, I guess. Yeah. And they got the last ones done just in time for Witcher three. And they did a reprint of all of them for Witcher 3. So I've got these nice, just red books for all, like, seven books. Oh, it's nice. Like, oh, they match, even though they came out over 20 years. <laughs> and, like, I want that for everything I ever buy. Yeah. I, I fucked up. I, 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 I was buying Miss Peregrine series, and I have two hardcovers and one paper paperback. I'm like, fuck. Uh, just sell the paperback on Amazon, buy the hardcover. <laughs> purchasing mistake. 
Also, when I buy hardcovers, I throw away their jackets. You're a monster. I'm totally cool with it. I like the look of just a hardcover book with just like the title printed on the side and what I don't even. Want. I'm cool with that. I don't. I'm. I'm so done with the paper jackets. I don't even own books. No, you don't. You just have your 500 volumes of one anime, one manga on your shelf in your room over there. Yeah. Because that was back when you bought stuff. Yeah. I don't. I that's, just have that's your legacy. I have like oh, like hundreds of books on my phone, mm-hmm. but I don't have any physically because that's a dumb nope. idea i don't have space for that anyway we're this is an wow this turned into a podcast yeah sorry this has been our almost three hours long it's like the old ones uh podcast obviously this is happening instead of sit and discuss this week because i yep. want to talk about the infinity war but we also talked about other stuff so you kind of got a normal podcast out of some of this stuff you got it we, we talked about sleep near and berserk covers and our sleeping habits <laughs> yeah and other and other things that happened it's been a journey yeah but our general consensus is you liked Infinity i like the movie i did it has a few individual moments where an individual character does a weird thing here and there but yeah. largely it was an emotionally affecting thing and it actually put me in a bad mood for like three hours and it affected my recording schedule <laughs> i walked away un interested and didn't care um mostly because no hulk and so it was a waste yeah your favorite character was minimized as hell he was also like turned into a coward for no reason or was like hulk come out he's like no and i was like that's literally not with that how that works ever maybe he also knows the doctor strange plan (laughs) anyway see you guys next time and mark our words that exact scene's going to happen at the beginning of the next yes hawkeye's family's dead (laughs) the fact that we both thought of it exactly really cements the idea yeah tell us how many of you thought of that exact thing before we mentioned it be uh, honest because i just i'm just curious it's not like you're winning something don't fucking lie assholes yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not impressive see if you guys thought next about time it send your questions to sit and discuss sit and discuss podcast at gmail.com that's the right one right yeah we'll, we'll get to them next wait week. sit uh sit and discuss it's podcast right is it back there yeah, sit and discuss podcast at gmail.com. We didn't do them last week. We, we didn't do it this week because we're doing this one. We'll do that next week. Questions. We'll do a bunch of them probably. I don't think we'll have anything specific to talk about besides that. Yeah. 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 Play Frostpunk. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye.